Welcome to the For Those Who Inquired podcast. I'm your host, Edward Marlowe, but we have a very different show uh, in store for listeners, and I'm just, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Corey, where am I? I'm in the middle of nowhere. You're between Bardwell and Cunningham in Carlisle County, uh, pretty far west Kentucky. Yes, pretty far west Kentucky. That's Corey Bowles, Edward Marlowe. I'm here with Brian O'Neill and with the legendary Craner Sloan. And before Mr. Sloan speaks, I want to give a quick introduction here. This is from his KHSAA bio for his Hall of Fame acceptance. Craner Sloan, a 1954 graduate of Wayland High School. We're going to get to that in a little bit. And a 1961 graduate of Moorhead State University from Ohio Valley Conference team there. Sloan coached high school basketball for more than three decades with more than 500 wins. His coaching tenure included jobs at St. Catherine High School, Trimble County, Henry County, Caldwell County, Princeton. That's my... I was born there. My mom graduated from Caldwell County High School in 79. Carlisle County, which, of course, we'll definitely get into that, being as we're near Bardwell right now. Ashland, Betsy Lane, and Fort Knox then made a return to Carlisle County and resides in Carlisle County. His teams were noted for their offensive efficiency, man-to-man defense, which Racer fans love to hear that. Fifteen of his former players became head coaches in high school basketball. Sloan worked for 30 years in Don Lane's Transylvania basketball camp as an instructor and supervisor. Welcome to the show, Rainer <laughs> Thank Sloan. You. Thank you. I don't even know where to start, Mr. Sloan. What, what an honor. And just, I guess in your terms, you have seen a hell of a lot of basketball. Yes, I have. Uh-huh. Walk us through what drew you to the game, maybe is the best way to start. What drew you to the game of basketball? I always wanted to play uh, basketball uh, when I was growing up. In Eastern Kentucky, that was the main thing. If you didn't play basketball, you weren't anybody. So that really made me want to do it. I studied the game wholeheartedly. I wasn't a real good player, but, you know, I really enjoyed enjoyed the game. You have good size. And so what position did you play when you were in high school? I played forward. I played uh, – well, or watched Kelly Coleman play for two two years, you know, <laughs> because he was really dominant. And, uh, you know, it was just a pleasure to be, you know – around him because he taught me a lot of stuff also. You went ahead and brought that up, so I think it's fair for us to go ahead and ask that question. What is it like to watch what is now the second leading scorer in Kentucky history? We know the first leading scorer is Travis Perry out of Lyon County. Of course, the invention of the three-pointer has certainly made that record a little bit more attainable, Mm -hmm. but it's still legendary what he was able to do. But before that, before there was a three-pointer, King Kelly Coleman was the king of the Commonwealth. You had front row seats to him for a couple of years. Can you just walk us through what that was like? Well, he, you know, he, uh, for the scoring title, he wasn't eligible to play in the seventh and eighth grade. You know, I think that's where Perry got a lot of his points. So that was two, you know, two years he didn't play. And of course, we didn't have the three point line back there. And that's where he shot most of his players. I mean, most of his shots. And he had an unusual ability to uh, really follow the uh, shot. You know, he scored a lot by going and getting the ball after he shot it. He knew exactly where it was coming off the board, and he would go at it. And he could just do anything, you know. And one thing about Kelly, uh, the, I was there with my junior year, and he was a freshman. He was still the best player on the team. My senior year, he was still the best player. I'm a sophomore he was still but his junior year and his senior year is when he really blossomed in what he what he became uh, I may not need to say this but I will anyway go for it uh, when uh, he was a, so, uh, a sophomore 
I was a uh, senior, we had to go to the post office and he was getting letters from West Virginia, you know, and uh, he would just start open the letters and get the money out, leave the envelope sitting there, you know. <laughs> and it, no, that's all. He, he did that, they bought him a car. They bought him a car. Well, that's legal now. So. Yeah. <laughs> and they wanted to be there was Jerry West, you know. Yeah. And Kelly was, you know, you know Jerry West and uh, – you know, is one of the best, and Oscar Robinson is one of the best. So in the Kentucky All-Star game, they thought it's going to be a really uh, Kentucky and Indiana All-Star is a big thing between Kelly and Oscar. You know, so Kelly didn't take it as serious. You know, he, you know, he was a lot of time during June. You know, and he would do other things, which you know, I'm sure Oscar didn't. And the first game was, you know, I think Kelly scored 15, and Oscar scored 40. And then in the second game, it was a little bit better. But, you know, he could done, he could have done anything he wanted to, but he had other things that he, you know, he did that he shouldn't have done. Hey, Coach, kind of rumor has it, and I know it will be after maybe you uh, <clears throat> had graduated, but when Kelly came to play in town, as they said, they dropped flowers, uh, flyers from an airplane or a helicopter right. in town. Is that true? That's true. I mean, I was in the service when that happened. That's 56 is when that happened. I, I went to service in uh, 54 after I graduated. But, yes, that happened. And, uh, you know, Adolf Rupp, uh, you know, said he was the best ball player he'd ever seen. I don't know if you've seen that article or not. And uh, Kelly, uh, you know, Kelly was just different. You know, I mean, he would uh, – Moorhead was interested in him, you know. And so they put – Moorhead uh, – they played somewhere in South Carolina. Waylon was playing down on a trip. And uh, South Carolina, you know, they were – I mean, Moorhead was really recruiting Kelly. And, and he came in and he said, y'all can't play. <laughs> he said, I'm not coming to school here, you know. <laughs> just things like that, you know, he would do. <laughs> I think you've told me this story, Coach, but when you went to go register for the Army, did, did Kelly go with you? Sure did. <clears throat> when I left in 56, you know, I'm 54, Kelly was just a sophomore. You graduated, right? Yeah, well, we would walk back and forth from school. You know, he lived in this little hollow we lived up in, in uh, eastern Kentucky. And, he, you know, we would have, got to be pretty close. I stopped by and eat with his family and everything. And when I was going, uh, Kelly said that uh, he'd going with me. I said, no, you can't go with me. I said, he said, my mother and daddy is going to, uh, you know, sign for me to get, he was too young. So we went, you know, and uh, went to Ashton to join the service. And uh, that night, Kelly could do anything. And he got in a poker game with a bunch of guys from Betsy Lane. That's another school there, you know. <laughs> Won about $100 from them. That's and big money said, then. Oh, yeah. And he he said, took money whenever he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> and he said, okay. Uh, next morning, when we were ready to sign in, he said, we got $100. What do you think we ought to do? He said, let's go back to Wayland. You know, we hitchhiked back to uh, Wayland, you know. And I said, well, no, we don't need to go now. But anyway, we went to Wayland and uh, got a few drinks, you know, and <laughs> had a good time. And then that time when school started in September, I went in September. I, I didn't uh, ask Kelly to go. I didn't, I didn't want him to go. I don't know what would have happened to him if he had gone, you know. Right. You said you got a few drinks. Yeah. I want to make sure. I'm, am I having the ages up right here? Or not? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a relatively pretty good mathematician, but I'm trying to think out loud here. And I'm, 
I don't think you guys were of legal drinking age, do I? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. They were in Eastern no. Kentucky. No, uh, Eastern Kentucky. Kentucky. You can get oh, away yeah, with that. We could do that, yeah. <laughs> but, but just think if he had joined the military. Yeah, had King oh, Kelly joined the military with him. What would have happened to him? That's when I played most of my ball. I mean, I gained a lot of weight and everything. Of course, I'm sure Kelly could have done anything he wanted to. Yeah. I you mean, know. and he did end up doing anything he that did. he wanted to, he quite was, frankly. Yeah, but, you did. know, that record wouldn't be there had no. he joined the service with him. That's but, a good point. Uh, talking about Kelly, uh, he was, he wrote a book, and he was signing at Rupp Arena. And D.A. Henley, you know, <laughs> played on my team in 83. I didn't know Kelly was there, you know. He said, I went up, you know. He said, well, Coach, you know. That's when I was going to the Court of Honor, I think it was. And D.A. said, uh, what about Coach? Could he play? He said, yeah, he was good, a pretty good player. He said, but all he wanted to do is shoot. <laughs> I mean, he averaged 47 points a game. He wanted to know all I want to do is shoot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I think if I was that good at scoring, I'd shoot all the time too. But, you, I mean, you said – I mean – he was an all-around player, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of offensive rebounding came his way. You said he was an active shooter, but, I mean, you also said he get, he got around the court so yeah. just so effectively, mm-hmm. and he was smart enough that he knew where the ball was coming off the rim. He knew that if he missed his shot, he was going to beat a guy. What was How tall was he? 6'3", Six? Six, to weigh 215. Now, 215 is, uh, you know, it's pretty it's good size for a guard. size that, back then. You know. so, if, so that, of course, made him already a better guard. Oh, yeah. Just a better mm-hmm. rebounding guard. Yeah. Just based on his size. But, you know, he would, you know, he would, they said he drank a lot. You know, I'm, I'm sure he did that, but he never drank during the season. You know, you can't average 47 points. And, and be drinking, you know. No, not at all. Uh, but he was having 40 cents. John Bill Trivet, I don't know, Brian, you might have heard of uh, who's the head of y'all's association. Uh, Ken Trivet. Ken Trivet, yeah. his father. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they played the uh, fight. Well, Wayland uh, was, uh, you know, they'd go and they'd say, John Bill said, I'm going to hold you to uh, uh, 25 points tonight. He said, which quarter? <laughs> <laughs> So, did, so, he, so, he, so he, talk, he talked a little. He talked a little trash on the oh, court. Oh yeah, which quarter? You know. Yeah, that is elite trash yeah. talk. Yes, that is elite trash talk. Yes. Well, you've brought up another good point that, I, and we are eventually going to talk about your Carlisle experience, mm-hmm. which obviously was extremely special. You had special teams pretty much everywhere you stopped. You know, I know a couple stops were a little bit, you know, they were roadblocks along the way, mm-hmm. but the three-point line. I know that that tends to be a question, and. I Nobody looks at Travis Perry's record and says, well, I've seen a few people on social media, which, of course, has brought us to a different time altogether. Social media, of course, can be the positive and the negative that comes with sports coverage. But the three-point line, what do you think – because you saw its inception. Mm-hmm. You saw you saw its experimentation, the research that was brought into it, all the way to now, mm-hmm. you know, where you retired in 2001 at Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. Now you see Steph Curry doing special things with mm-hmm. a three-pointer. What, what do you think about the three-point shot, and how much did it change the game in the moment that you were observing it as a coach and as a player? Well, it's changed. You know, when it first came out, I don't, I, I didn't approve of it that much, and I think that's my fault too. I really should have. But as you know, as time's going along, if you don't have any three-point shooters, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to win. You got to shoot more than I thought we should, for one thing. But uh, you know, if you can shoot it, you need to shoot it. I should, have, I should have shot more then. Right. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Right. Right. I should have. I yeah. hope, hope Berlin hears that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the reason, yeah, I hope he does too. The reason, the reason that I bring it up is because the first region, especially, 
for years, and I don't mean just a few, like 10 years, I'd probably mean like, I'd probably mean like 50, 60 mm-hmm. years, has long been known as four corners. Right. And that one of the corners comes to die in western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And I've always heard that growing up, just about how western Kentucky offense stops at Hopkinsville. Mm-hmm. Those second region boys and girls, they play up-tempo basketball, but first region, it's solid fundamental man-to-man defense. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Allen Hatcher. <laughs> And, and, and I like Allen, but I, that's where it come from. I feel, uh, you know, it wasn't that way in the 70s, even early 80s. Mm-hmm. But from mid-80s to 2000, that was the style, and that was the style that won the region every year. Couldn't win at state, and it's proven. Couldn't it win at state. Mathematically proven, yeah. yeah. But it, was, it could win here, and that's where it came from. And, I mean, I think it was until the early 2000s before that kind of style changed and everybody would look the other way. Of course, now, you know, with Curry, talk about, I mean, everything's changed. Everything's went to, you better have three or four guys that can shoot three, mm-hmm. maybe even five, mm-hmm. you know, if you want a chance to win. Yeah, five and, guys on the floor, right. including your center. Right. They better be able to yeah. shoot the ball. Which is a positionless basketball now. Mm-hmm. Sure. I feel and, like. Uh, but I still think, and, and, and I like Coach Hatcher. Coach Hatcher was a good guy. That's where it came from. Gotcha. If you look back and, you know, Danny Henderson's done a book with, with every one of our games in history and, you look back in the '70s. There's games that Carlisle scored over 100. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, multiple coach, times. Coach had teams that could win in the '30s, '40s, but also could put up 80 or 90. Oh, yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's the one thing. You know, I was young at the time, but was everybody always thought Carlisle was a slowed down team because of the state championship game? But they put up 80 against Scott County in the quarterfinal game. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I thought Coach always adjusted well to trying to do whatever the other team was uncomfortable with doing. Yeah. And uh, but you know, when I came in as a coach, it was kind of starting that slow down and you know I tried to play up tempo and learn pretty quick that you got to have a, a good mixture that you can't just win playing helter skelter mm-hmm. uh with the way the coaches are and we got good coaches in got the first good region ones, yes uh-huh. and, uh, and it was the same way back when coach coach yeah. as well I want to bring that up as well because with half court of like efficiency comes free throw shooting and I now that I have three people from Carlisle County in the same room at the same time <laughs> in the middle of Carlisle County. I have to ask this question. This is an open question to all involved. If I had a knife to my throat and I had to pick somebody out of a line of young men or young women to shoot a free throw to save my life, they were going to be wearing a Carlisle County jersey. (laughs) Why are Carlisle County's basketball players so damn good at shooting free throws? I know you've had teams overall that have adjusted against the mean and they weren't good free throw shooters, Mm -hmm. but nine times out of ten, your best free throw shooters come out of this county. Why is that? Is it just something that all of you guys drill as coaches, drill as an opportunity? Because there are teams that are abhorrent at shooting the free throw and could care less that it even exists. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's – maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm just crazy. But I just feel like Carlisle County's teams, doesn't matter what size of the player, they're good free throw shooters. Somebody walk me through why that is the case. Gym time, gym time, gym time. Yeah, I was going to say, our, oh, yeah. our kids – Gym rats. Uh I'll speak. When I was when I was young, the only thing we could do was play basketball or play baseball, you know. And typically, you didn't have enough to have a baseball game, so we went out and shot all the time. Uh, And now it's. uh, I'll give you a story. We we have a janitor who is very anal about everything he does in school. He does a great job. Well, when he was hired on, I don't know, ten or twelve years ago, he kept coming to me and said, "Coach, we got these kids coming into the gym." I said, "Well, are they messing anything up?" He said, "No." I said, "Well, as long as they don't leave a mess." They don't tear anything up, let them be. So instead of getting on to them, he became friends with them and learned who they mm-hmm. were. He'd tell me, hey, Garrett came in today. Hey, Reese came in today. 
you know, we kind of have an open door policy with our mm -hmm. with our gym for the kids to come in and shoot. Uh, you know, whether they use the shooting machine or if they just you know go in there and shoot on their own, and we get groups of kids that go in there and shoot. Because I stress to them that I'm not going to make you a good shooter in practice because we got to work on the fundamentals and work on our offense and defense. It's it comes after practice, and so uh, a lot of those kids do that on their own and. Uh, and I, I know. And I think when we were younger, I mean, that's all we had to do. We didn't have video games then. You know, on top you of know. that, and I think Coach will even elaborate whenever he came here. It's just not. Well, you're here now. There's not much to do here. No. Right. Mm -hmm. So kids, I mean, they it's play. A good thing, but it's also can be think, a bad thing. But you also think about when it, it's winter time and it gets dark at five o'clock. There's not much to do. Kids play basketball. You know, and in the adult life, especially you think back when Coach there. You went to church on Sunday and Wednesday, the Baptist did. And the only other time that you had a chance to intermingle with people was at the Carlisle ball game. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, that was the that was a social moment. You know, I mean, the women, you know, they talked in the beauty shop and this and that. But the men, I mean, it was church mm -hmm. or it was at the Carlisle County ball game. I never Free throw shooting is repetition. <laughs> and, you know, they shoot more Absolutely. than anybody. Carlisle does, I think. It's like Ryan said, get on their own, you know. Do a lot of that on their own because it has to be, you know, do the same way every time you shoot it. And that's the one thing they do, yeah. Coach, where did you draw your fundamentals? I mean, I haven't seen a ton of tape of some of the teams that you have coached over the years, but I've seen a little bit. Where did you draw some of your coaching inspiration from? And, and how did you how do you even come up with a playbook at those points? You know, where do you well, draw that up? When I first started, uh, uh, Bobby Knight, I mean, a lot of people don't like him, but I think he was, you know, he did some things that I don't appreciate, but he was really good coach. He won basketball games. He won ball games. And, uh, he used to you know, the clinics for three days, you know, just him, three days, you know, not anybody else. If you wanted to learn, you didn't, he, didn't, he didn't charge you very much, and uh, he's very demanding. You, you know, you just felt, you know, what, you know, what to do in front of him. And uh, so I, I, I followed him, and for three three years, his clinic, I learned a lot about defense and coaching, you know, and fundamentals. And uh, so I've, I've, you know, I've carried that over uh, for my coaching most of the time, yeah. You spent – I mean, obviously, you're in a coaching clinic, but you, you spent like – see, nowadays, we can just watch it on YouTube. Or yeah, we can get – we right. can do a Zoom phone call or yeah. – you know, yeah. you had to spend personal time. I mean, I, I know spent there's a lot of time work. going to clinics. Yeah, really a long time. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, I can watch Twitter now, and in 30 minutes of just scrolling through and looking at different plays, I probably can see more than what Coach saw in in a summer. Sure, you know, going yeah. through Coach, and it's just, that's just the yeah. advantage of today's technology. Well, it's just how much we're able to ingest. I mean, even me. But it I'm, also I'm shows. But it also shows how well prepared a man like this was but the thing of it is you know uh, uh, when you do uh, when you you know when you do that I mean I read a lot of books too you know I've just read a lot of books read a lot of books anybody I want you know Denny Crown's book Joe Hall's books all of them just read them you know and just put them all together and uh, you know that's that's what I've done and uh, spent a lot of time and money at clinics <laughs> yeah yeah it worked out well yeah. Yeah, I went to a lot of clinics early in my career, but now you know, like I said, a lot of stuffs on online. But I still, you know, the Kentucky High School Basketball Coach Association still does a clinic every year, and I still try to go to those because sure. 
you get to talk to other coaches. Oh yeah. You don't talk to other coaches when you're watching yeah. on your on your computer or your phone. And, right. And even the the basketball camps that we used to go to, just sitting around talking to coaches. Uh, you know, we go to Transy every year and mm-hmm. in, in cafeteria or after hours. Oh, we sit yeah. around and just talk basketball. That's where. You, that's the things you miss out with oh, social yeah. media. That's just sitting right. around like this right here hey, talking. Some of that, you know, and he said that Coach was a 30-year ambassador or whatever at Don Lane's camp. I guarantee there's some stories that come out of those. Yeah. I, mean, I guarantee just, there is. Just, yeah, great times. Are they safe, safe for work stories? Or? Well, I, <laughs> I doubt it. No, I, I don't know. You know. I went as a player uh, with Coach Sloan, uh, went as a coach, took my group up there, I mean, it's a long trip, but it's fun. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. When we went there in high school, my, my first year coach was back was the summer before my junior year. We had all these – we couldn't even practice in the high school gym because they were doing some renovations. So right. we were on the middle school gym, and the uh, gym was small. Mm-hmm. So we practiced for a couple of weeks before we went to Transy. So we get on this bus, and we drive to Beaver Dam, and we stop, use the bathroom, you know, Get what you know, maybe a snap, but we get back on the, the bus. It's been Kentucky's top stop for years. We drive all the way to transit, and coach checks us in, and and we're thinking we're gonna go eat. Now, we're hungry, you know. Well, coach, what we're gonna do our testing? They tested your vertical leap, and they did your measurements and all that. We thought, all right, we're gonna get to go eat. Well, coach found us a scrimmage game, <laughs> so so we're starving. We like this. This guy's crazy. <laughs> it's it's nothing but basketball. So we scrimmage. I think Mark Cooper was at Grant County, maybe. Yeah, Grant. And we scrimmage them. They weren't even get, camp hadn't even started. You were just checking in. <laughs> we're scrimmaging in one of the side gyms, and we finally go eat. And uh, these boys needed to eat. <laughs> but you know that that uh, when we got back from Transy, we went back to the gym, and we had so many kids that didn't need to be out there playing. I mean, 25 to 30. Oh, yeah. It may be 20 need to be. So, the last practice of the summer, Coach splits us up on each end of the gym. So, it was about 15 of us on each end. And you had to shoot two free throws. If you made both free throws, the ball went to the next guy. But if you missed one of them, you had to run a suicide. Oh, God. I ran so many suicides that day. But when we got back in the fall for school, we had about 20 kids coming out for basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Not 30. I'll get you out real quick. But, but I know we kind of ramble here, but going no. back to fundamentals. We're here defense, to ramble. Uh, the things that Coach Sloan taught me on the defensive side, I still use today. Now, we tweak some things and some things change. Uh, but the basic fundamentals, I mean, we, we do zigzag drill. You know, we do I, some I got a question. The motion offense, and I won't say anything. But did that come from him? That came from Coach Sloan. We call, we call it that, low. We call it low one, but Coach did not call it low one. Right, so you uh, call it pick, pick pick because every pass there had to be a screen set yeah. before you. Mm-hmm. So there's kids that's probably in the class of twenty thirty. Yeah. Two already know that, and that started in nineteen eighty seventy eight, nineteen seventy nine. Well, it started longer than that. I, I had the summer. This is my offense. Yeah. I mean, yep. I, I, but I'm I, telling you, every yeah. kid that's come through Carlisle County since then till 2032, yeah, knows that offense. Little break there when when Coach left, but when he came back, he yeah, got he back, right in, back in, and in it. Then yep. Coach Tyler, then yep. myself. Yep. You know, we don't run it all the time, but we run it. I, and, yeah, I've yeah, seen you run it. Yeah, yeah. we'll run it. Uh, <laughs> but and what I've over the year, when I first started, the you know kids thought it was for us not to shoot, but we really kind of use it 
to get a lot of shots out of. Well, you just, once yeah, they you just get everybody it, moving. Just get yeah. everybody moving. Yeah, it's really but, good. Uh, we call a low one because when, when Corey was playing, uh, they ran that and they called a low one, and then they ran flex where y'all called high two, correct? Yeah, or, or two, just two. straight two. And so yeah. that's where the name low one. But originally it was called pick. Yeah, you know, pick. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the offense that Coach Sloan created that I still use today. But know? I'm telling you, I mean, I'm coaching, you know, middle school kids, and that's the first thing they learn. And that's it's known that when they come into practice, they've got to learn it. They're going to run it the rest of their it's life. It's your base going, offense. It's yeah. the base offense. Well, the reason I like it, too, another reason, you teach it, and uh, you have you know, teach you how to play defense, too. Yeah. You know, you're coming all those off the picks. You have to talk and all that. That's just I – re- I've had a lot of people – I should have – really, I should have written a book about that. You probably should have trademarked it. I mean, you know, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've and had – so I was at camp at Transy and would have coaches say, hey, can you can you show me Coach Sloan's offense? Yeah. Roscoe Denny was one of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a legend, <laughs> but, too. But uh, Coach state. Lane, you know, yeah. had me to teach his – I mean, to teach – and Ron Green over here had me to teach yeah. that. I don't know if he used it very much, but – yeah. Used but, it some. I mean, I mean, yeah. Ron Green's a legend. Absolutely, oh, yeah. another legend. I mean, yeah. Anybody that knows anything about Murray or Callaway yeah. or Mississippi State or Murray State or oh, yeah. Indiana State, he went back home to you know to his to his home, you know his hometown and and tried to coach and you know Ron Green Ron Green's grandson Preston English was yeah. a hell of a pick mm-hmm. player. You know who yeah. could pick up his shot right off the dribble, and you know was the leading scorer of Murray High. You know boys basketball up until Grant oh, yeah. Whitaker just broke that last year. So, mm-hmm. I, the I, if someone if explain it to me. You guys don't want to give away trade secrets, but how oh, everybody the, everybody knows. Right, everybody, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Coffee cats. Yeah. If you could draw the offense to someone listening, what's the best way to describe it in artistic form? Try to trip the corner. <laughs> No, I mean it's just it's just. But how does the movement occur? I mean, is it all picks well, at the top of the it, it, key? No, or no, is they're it, they're everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. Every pass comes off a pick. Yes. You know, the screen. You know, you don't. And, you know, and if you don't you set can, the screen, you know, the pie, it though. does not work. No, it if won't you, work. Yeah, if you don't set the screen, it doesn't it work. work. At what point does the ball go to the roll man though, and they can go to the basket or take the shot? At, at almost every pick. And what's the worst thing that you hate as a defender? To go through, yeah. a pick, and right. and if in three passes you go through five and you hate it. Well, yeah. of course you hate it because it's like you're dodging road cones. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, okay. And of course you know you, you can get a shot on the baseline. You know if you if you can shoot the three and go to the corner, but typically the first pass is not all the way looking for a shot. But, no. But then you got a diagonal screen That's for a shot. That's, That's what I love. Oh yeah. Running, <laughs> and and love that. The backdoor yeah. cut out of it. Running point guard. Right. I would after I made a pass, I'd go to the block. Oh yeah, and then I'd come off a diagonal screen, and you could get a fifteen footer, or you could get a three. Oh yeah, you know, and you're wide open, and you're wide open. And if that's not open, well, the guy that just fought through the screen is ne- or helped on he's the screen is now curl. coming off another screen. Yeah, he's so coming off a little curl. You're screening the screener multiple times, mm-hmm. and so now you got another shot available. Mm-hmm. And what I've taught my kids to do a lot is once you make three or four passes and get the defense scrambling, then the lanes to drive or. Or, you know, there's so many lanes like to drive. Cumberland Gap. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and now you're setting up. Now you can kick out for a three, which is today's game. Uh, the one thing we don't utilize enough, and, and I'm going to have to this year because i got some size, is hitting the post guys because, you know, mm-hmm. Keith York on that 83 team oh, could score. Lord, John yeah. Tyler. Yeah. You know, you can actually isolate big men on it too. And if a team switches, you can really burn them on oh, things yeah. like that. You know, uh, you know, that was one thing that Coach Johnson, when he was at Hickman County, yeah. uh, coaching against Coach Sloan when I was playing, they would try to switch everything, so we'd have to make adjustments to that. <laughs> I was just going to ask that. Well, I mean, and, does it and, matter if you just switch? No, but a lot of coaches I see now, they say, you know, if they make that first pass to the corner, I'm doubling it. 
Uh, go ahead, but then try. you can throw it right go back. Ahead to, yeah, go ahead and try. Go ahead right back to the guy that yeah. made yeah. the pass. But, but yeah, but if you do switch on those baseline screens, now you got a guard trying to guard a big in the post. Brian, did we run it uh, high when you played? Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've used that in regional and tournaments I, and before. I've used that before yeah, we, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we ran uh, it, you know, mm-hmm. against Marshall. Yes. Yes. Instead of calling yeah, it low yeah. one, we'll yeah. call it high one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got, you yeah. know, you got. My, my junior year, we were playing Marshall County. Who had Dan Hall and Aaron Beth. They were okay. They were, they were okay. <laughs> they we, hung, play, we hung with them. See, we, we ran it against And we Dan ran, Lane. instead of running low, yeah. uh, the pick starting on the baseline, we used the free throw line yeah. as our baseline uh-huh. and extended up because Murray State court's larger. It is. Yeah. And so now you can backdoor cut. Oh, you have more yeah. Open. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the year that I had Ethan Weatherspoon and Paxton Crowder-Noah, when they were sophomores, we were playing Graves. They uh-huh. were fun. And, and we, That's fun to real. And we worked it up, and we hung. We had no business, but we hung with Graves until the oh, fourth yeah. quarter. yeah. You know, because we were using that and using some backdoor cuts, and then our youth kind of took over. But, you know, there's different ways that you can run it. Oh, to, yeah. yeah. Especially on a college court. Oh, you yeah. You can extend that thing up, and now you get opened the up. Ba- the backdoor cuts. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, it's really great. Death yeah. by backdoor cuts. I've watched that a lot in <laughs> yeah. State men's yeah. basketball. Yeah. Uh, Belmont, particularly. Yes. Rick Bird's offense yes. used the backdoor cut so effectively. And then, of course, Casey, you know, brought that in as well. I mean, that's just a, a signature trademark that the Belmont Bruins can do. And the Bruins – Brought the ruins. That's the way to do it. I mean, they had this, the number of hearts that they have broken, not just the racers, but many hearts uh, have been broken on their backdoor cuts. And I just never – I mean, I, I guess it makes sense that when you create that much space, you create that much – which that brings me to another question. We haven't even gotten to your Carlisle time yet. The jump shot. Obviously, the jump shot was in – was invented in Western Kentucky. Well, I mean, we know that for a fact mm-hmm. that Joe Fultz, Joe Fultz yeah. brought the jump shot to mm-hmm. the NBA and made it what it was. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, Joe Fultz was gunned down in his hometown edible. Mm-hmm. Well, say hometown, but, yeah, if you look that one up, that was a – I think it was a family member. I believe it was a brother uh, or a fa- no, father maybe. I'll go back and look that up. Sounds like some of the stuff you come from. It was, it was, a, it was a big <laughs> deal. Well, well Fultz originally – wasn't he from Marshall County? I'm not sure, sure on that. I think he, he was a yeah. – People have been trading players for years. That's not a new thing. No. So, but anyways, folks, of course, went to Murray State, and then if, you know, as on the seventy-five year anniversary team for the NBA, we know for a fact he invented the jump shot. He oh, brought yeah. that to the uh-huh. game. Right, what, what about for you? I mean, you saw the flat-footed nature of basketball versus the jump shot. What does the jump shot do in basketball, in your eyes? Well, going back to Kelly, you know, he, you know, a lot of people just said, you know, didn't jump on it. He was jumping on that shot back then. He would, he, I mean, he didn't, you know, when he was outside the three-point line, he, you know, he shot normal. But when he was coming down low and got a rebound and came back up, he shot the jump shot then. Sure. Okay. And that's one thing he was, you know, scored a lot of points. Nobody else could do it. You know, I couldn't do it. I could shoot it a little bit, but, you know, it just felt different, you know, how everything is. It's well, a change. It makes sense. I mean, I just you just think about how – stationary basketball oh, yeah. used to be yeah. and now it's so free flowing oh, and yeah. you've got to watch that evolution right. over a 35 oh, yeah. 40 year time yeah coach maybe just walk us through uh and i know that obviously you coached a lot of basketball and you had more than 500 wins and we could go over every one of those wins and i know you remember most mm-hmm. of those wins in great detail especially some of the biggest wins I, what brought you to carlisle county originally what, 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 maybe we can start there. What is it that, I mean, I know it was just a job opportunity, but what drew you here and what potential did you see in the job when you first stepped in? Robert Sloan, my first cousin, coached here, you know, and uh, the way I 
found out about it. He told me, you know, he said he he uh, he left after one year, and he said there was a good job in in Carlisle County, a lot of good young kids, you know. And he said if you can, uh, you know, take the shit, you know, it goes on. He said <laughs> he said you could come, you know, it'd be a good job. So I came, you know, and. I, and uh, of course, they were in eighth and seventh grade. One John Tyler was in seventh grade. The rest of them were seniors. And Mr. Mathis, our principal, said, "You can go down and watch some practice." It was about eleven o'clock. I said, well, "Who's going to take care of my class?" He said, "Don't worry about it." He said, "Go on down." <laughs> and so this is true. Change, yeah. <laughs> and so I went down there eleven o'clock. So the principal was also coached from Joe Adams. So he got them all out of classes. You know, nobody said anything. And I watched them run through some drills and everything, and I knew that was a good job. Uh, really, I have—I mean, I—I don't think I, I made a mistake by leaving in after '83, because uh, you know I, the, uh, Mike Sam was coming on was a good, was a good player. Uh, John Tyler was back. Dwayne Hall. Dwayne Hall. And uh, I shouldn't, I really shouldn't have, I should have stayed because we went to camp that, that year and I was already going to Ashland. But Mr. Mathis said, will you take our boys to camp? You know, and I hadn't met, my, I hadn't met my boys from Ashland, you know. Right. And they came up, you know, the athletic director Ernie Simpson brought them up to me, you know, and I, we practiced a little bit, you know. And back then, you know, it was real and The tournaments, you know, was really good. You know, the Friday, they had a championship game. Carlisle County and Ashland met in the finals of that tournament. And I said, well, I told Don Lane, I said, I can't coach. I'm not going to coach Ashland against them, you know. And so somebody else coached Ashland, but Carlisle beat them. I tell you that though. No, I've that was the that summer of '83, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, on the wow. way back, I'll never forget it. I, I mean, I was driving the bus, of course, and Dwayne Hall came up and he had tears in his eyes. He said, "We're better than they are." You know. He said, "You know, that just made me, you know, feel awful." But I mean, you were. I mean, well, Ashland was. You know, when you get around talking, people would talk best coaches' jobs in the state. Sure. Ashland. You know, it, was it was that. Oh, yeah, yeah it yeah. was that, you know. And the facilities there were better than they were at Moorhead State. So that tells you something of the college, you know. Yeah. And they treated you, know, you know, like a coach, you know. And if it was over 50 miles away, we got a chartered bus to go. You know, that's, you know that kind of stuff was good, you know. And that's, that's the kind of stuff you're talking about in 83. You're yeah. not talking about that in 2003 <laughs> or 2023. No. That's 40 years ago. Right. Hey, yeah. You know, I like, you know, he's talking about 40 years ago. I liked his first, uh, and I'll let him tell it, his first coaching story. Oh. Can oh, we get to there? Yeah. yeah. No, but oh, us, yes. Bring the, us there. The very first one. The Saint very Catherine first coaching one. story. St. Catherine, yeah. I, you don't have that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not on the record. It, does, it says here St. Catherine High School okay. is one of your jobs. Okay, yeah, that was one of my jobs. But right? your first was, coaching. Like, that was his we first. We don't have your story. I graduated Moorhead in January. You know, okay. and, uh, of course, I, I interviewed for that job, and it's all Catholic school, and uh, I didn't think I'd have a chance for it, you know, really, because I'm a Methodist and everything, and it's pretty, it, was a pretty, <laughs> it was a pretty good, you know, pretty good school. Methodists and Catholics don't get along? Well, you saying? know, it's just, you know, they want one of their own. You well, know? sure, absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I got the job, and uh, first time coaching, we lost the first game, you know, and I 
But I can eat it. I didn't even get out of the bed. <laughs> then they go, then go to school. You know, and Sister Lenore came over and she said, "You can't do that. Can't do that anymore <laughs> either." She said, "You got a lot of potential as a teacher." And it said, "You're going to win the next game." And I said, "Who? Who? St. Francis?" I, I said, "Well." She said, uh, I said, that's a Catholic school. She said, we're going to pray. He said, I said, they'll be praying. She said, we're going to, I said, hey, you know we're going to win, so we're going to pray. I said, well, they're going to be praying too. She said, but we're going to out-pray them. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, number of Catholic schools here in western Kentucky, yeah. and I wonder if there is some extra prayers thrown on a Friday night right before everything happens. Because, I mean, we know, we know God's for both teams. Right. I mean, is he really picking a winner, you know? Yeah. That's funny that they, she told you that they were going to outpray. <laughs> How does that work? I wonder what the playbook is for that. What's the well, playbook anyway, for outpray? It was, uh, you know, I was, I wouldn't have left there, you know, because he was my wife. You know, was uh, she was about ready. You know, she talked to her. And I told him, I said, I'm not going to change. You know, you got the Methodist Church here. He said, you got about eleven going to, to the Methodist Church, and you got about nine hundred over here at, you know, the Catholic Church. Said, right. Won't you just come over and join us? You know. <laughs> I said, no, I can't do it. But she t he t talked to my wife and had her, you know, gave her a job teaching. You know, she did. She went to school and got this uh, new math or whatever it was. She learned how to do that. Sure. She's about ready to go, you know. And uh, I mean, to join. Uh, I said, don't do that. Now I said, I'm going. You know, next time I'm going to leave. And he did it again. I said, I'm sorry, I'm leaving. He said, Where are you going? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I just know we're not. He said, Where you go? He said. You, is I'm going to give you a high, you know, recommendation. Is that so, when you end up in Trimble County? No, I went to Racine, Ohio. Okay. Okay, so you spent a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you know, spent a little you don't count, huh? You spent a little time outside of Kentucky then. Four years, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Is that, so that's the only four years that you coached outside of the Kentucky High School Athletic Association? Mm -hmm. So we don't even have those wins associated. No, they don't. Uh, you can't count. Though. Right. So, so were so those good years? Oh, yeah. Really? Good so what kind of school was that? Uh, well, it was one another thing. I didn't know how I got that job. Really. <laughs> so, really, it was. I mean, it was a Carlisle County. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. it really was. Small and, school. Uh, uh, small school, and uh, the coach that had that had played. Uh, they'd won thirty-eight games in a row. I wow! Mean, but they had they didn't do go very far in the tournament. You know, it choked. They never, you know, never did. <laughs> yeah. and, and they fired this guy. Uh, Mike Morrison was his name because he was walking a cheerleader to class. <laughs> hey, That's about I the mean, most PC way I've ever heard that said in my life. He could do anything he wanted to. Yeah. I mean, but well, when you went 38 games in a row, 38 games in a row, you know, yeah. I had I had three years experience, you know. So they started off, you know, and uh, we uh, we won four. I made it 42, you know. And we lost the next three. Well, that's 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 more than they'd lost. We only had one good player back, you know, but had some other good players, you know, that was on that previous team. And we were getting ready to practice. And the board of education, the board was always. The principal told me. He said, "I said I don't like. I won't close practices." He said, "They've been doing this for thirty years." He said, "Just you know, just let it, you know, let it go." I said, "Okay." So we were having practice. We were having, a, you know, a real bad practice. You know how that goes, Brian. And all the board and and one, they were just talking back and forth, you know. And I just told the board members, I said, I said, y'all got to leave. I said because we got problems. And I said you just need to leave, you know. So we went inside. We talked, and all of them said, well, you gunner, the boy was all state player. I want to have back. He said he's shooting all of them. 
all the shots, and he's doing this, and, to, and Larry Price was his name, and he told this boy that was saying that, he said, if you get your big ass on the board, <laughs> you know, they just came right out. You know, I said, I, you know, I just let them talk. I wasn't much older than they were either. Sure. You know, I mean, I These just, are your board members saying that? No, oh, one, players. one of the players, players told that one, you know. So you had players telling each other Oh, yeah, that. I said, say what you want to. You know, sure. it just went on. Accountability. He told, told everything, you know, and things I didn't even know was going on, you know. Wow. And uh, so, you know, I, I didn't – I just didn't know how to teach defense, you know. And so I called the coach at uh, Ohio University. I can't think of his name. I'll think of it in a minute. He was real good defensive coach. I as, told him I as said, in the Ohio Bobcats. Yeah, yeah, Ohio okay. Bobcats. Yeah, I'll go back and look that up. That's yeah. wow. Okay, and, and and he said, I told him. I said, I'm having trouble. You know, I said this. You know, I can't. Uh, well, one thing you know, the principal told me. You know, he was keeping the board. He said, you, you know, he said you're shooting more in a half than we've been used to shooting in a whole game. You know, that told me, <laughs> that told me something. You yeah. know. So I went over there, and I, I took my notebook, watched him practice, and got all his defense and stuff like that, similar to Coach Knights and everything. Then I came back, and then we, we got on a roll, and, you know, we went further, won about 17 in a row after we got going and went further than they'd ever gone in the tournament. And Jack Bostick is one of the guys that played for me. He got hurt. We'd been really good if he hadn't got hurt. Well, he calls me about it every Sunday, and we talk about it, you know, and I said, what did you all think about me when I first came there? He said, well, we know that. He said, at least you wouldn't be walking to cheerleaders class. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he said, you threw the board members out. He said, we got the right guy. <laughs> Not walking cheerleaders to class and you yeah. threw the board members out in <laughs> <Yeah>. practice. <laughs> you knew what you were doing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kind of sounds, like, kind of sounds like Hoosiers movie there. It does. It does. Yeah. I was thinking that. I was thinking, oh, yeah. well, that's Jimmy Chitwood. Yeah. You know, I was thinking that, yeah. Coach, I'll make it. Yeah. It's a great yeah. movie. Absolutely. I, I want to fast forward us a little bit back to the Carlisle County. I'm glad you brought up St. Catherine High School, though, because Carlisle has always been a small school. I just, I mean, no, no matter what year, and I don't mean that in a bad way, it's consistently stayed an all-A school mm-hmm. all throughout the years. A, a proud school with a lot of great, you know, athletes come out of it. And then you have a – and I know you probably have talked about it so many times, but to play in a state championship game, you don't just get there accidentally. No, You no. had to go 40-4. and four. Yeah. Prior to that, you had to go 30-5. and five. You had to teach your guys how to win. How did that – and I, I may take as long as you need to answer this, but how did that even come to be? How well, do you get to that point? Well, they were 30-5 and five as juniors. And, uh, well, uh, you know, beginning of the game, we had our – of year we had our meeting and everybody we set our goals you know what we were going to do and all that and one of our better players uh, just stood up and started crying he said i'm not playing really uh, oh yeah he i said what's wrong he said well he said we won 30 last year and he said they're not satisfied with that and uh you know we had those seats around the Hell's Corner. Hell's Corner. He said, he'd get on to us, too. You know, yeah. so he would, you know. He said, I'm not playing. So I said, oh, shit, I don't know what to say because, you know, he's the best player. Sure. And I said, well, okay, go ahead. I said, we just win it without you then. You know, that, it never was mentioned again. Yeah. And also, this player was caught drinking during the, you know, the summer. And, you know, that's bad for me. So I ran him, you know, you know it's just <laughs> – I mean, he came told me. He yeah. Said, I, he said, I'll tell you. He said, I got, you know, I was caught drinking. I said, okay. 
we have to take care of that. So Start we, running. Uh, yeah, at least he did that. You know, he told me about it before it got out, you know. But anyway, that's when it started, you know. Then we started off good. and uh, We we got uh, – we 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 uh, would you know Tillman was the one you know that we, where everybody would thought was as, as good as we were anyway, and uh, you know they they lost four games. I mean five or six games, but we beat them four of them. I didn't know that at and, all. And, oh yeah, and they were ranked in the top ten. As oh well. yeah, they, oh, we yeah. were number well, three. You know, and not found it interesting before we started just but in that no, no even we, even we, like the couple of years before how Tillman had came into play. You know, to this group, you know, this group was kind of, oh yeah, was kind of pegged back, you know, six seven years before it happened, that they were going to be really good. That how Tillman had kind of been a nemesis the whole time. Yeah, and you know, be so four of Tillman's losses that year were Carlisle County. Yeah, out of yeah. six, they only lost six. They were number nine in the state all year, and we were number three. <laughs> yeah. Damn, they played home and away, then in the Tillman tournament, mm-hmm. Christmas tournament, first round. Yeah. Oh, second round. Second round? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, semifinals of the uh, I love the tournament. Yeah. I love the Tillman Christmas tournament. Yeah. It, it's one of the better tournaments. And I know yeah. it kind of ebbs and flows. I know that that's always, well, you know. Well, back then, there was not a lot of Christmas tournaments like there is now. Oh, no. That gym was sold out every night. Oh, yeah. We would go up there just to watch games even when Carlisle wasn't playing. Absolutely. I mean, I remember in 82, we were talking about before we started talking here, you know, against Ballard when uh, – David Henley threw the full court pass to Mike Tyler. Oh, he laid it in. Say it again. Yeah, y'all got to tell that story. Yeah, one that second way. left. Game's tied. <laughs> and uh, one second, David Henley, who who's a pitcher in baseball, yeah. great arm. Mm-hmm. That was a full court lob, basically. And Mike Horse Tyler catches it and puts it in. That place was packed in. That oh, was, yes, man. I mean, it, it was it was like that. People would just go to games because, you know, you didn't have the movies and oh. all the entertainment. I remember – Streaming games as, even now. As a kid – my dad would take me to watch other games. We went up to Marshall to watch Marshall and Tillman, Barry Goheen play. You know, I think it was around 85, you know. but I was you know, born that, in 85, just Tillman, to age this podcast. That Tillman tournament, though, was, was huge. Oh, yeah. It was the best teams in the yeah, Region right. 1 oh, and really? some Region yeah. 2 teams, yeah. you know. And yeah. the St. Mary oh, yeah. was a big tournament, the Thanksgiving sure. tournament. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Those two were big. They won, they, they those won tournaments the, they are won still the good. Tournament. Those were actually what, prestigious yeah. tournaments up till yeah. probably the turn of the century. Well, the, the last time that St. Mary had their Thanksgiving tournament was my sophomore year uh, in high school. And then when Coach Sloan came my junior year, we just we played them. That's why we played them the first game of the year every year. It was when the tournament disbanded, we were non-football teams. And they could play earlier in the year than football schools. So that's why we, you'd open the season with we them. We open the season with them because mm-hmm. who else are we going to play? We play a district team. We're not going to play Hickman County. Right. You know, and so we would play St. Mary, and then St. Mary turned around and play Hickman County on that Friday. That's why you see that every year mm-hmm. is because we were non-football. So the St. Mary Thanksgiving tournament was always like Livingston, yeah. yep. Carlisle, Carlisle, Hickman, you know, Hickman the non-football teams. Would I be just playing. figured it was all the Catholics getting together just having a big <laughs> no. damn party. It's not. Hey, I do have, before we get into Coach Sloan's 83 no, run. No, means, go ahead. Before we get into his 83 run, I got a, I got a call in here. <laughs> got a question. Who's got a coach. question for us? I, the, coach, the question's for Coach. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Besides Berlin, <laughs> all right, who was the second best shooter that went on to be a coach that you coached? 
Was it was it but was it DA? That's from Berlin. Was it O'Neill or was it Chris Guy? Who was the second best shooter? The second best. Who do you think the first one was? Well, Berlin said it's him. Berlin said it's him. Yeah. Actual shooting. Brian was. Brian was better than Berlin. Well, that's not what he said. Brian was better than DA too. Really. Was he better than Berlin? Berlin can shoot a lick. He's the only player I ever told not to shoot. So, so, so if Berlin, you want to play, don't shoot. So Berlin says, "No you wonder know, his offenses only take thirty-five shots a game." Yes. So Berlin says, "You know, he was by far the best. He coaches like he played." But you he know, he also says, yeah. "He also says DA was a better shooter than, no, than Brian." No, you know, no, he, he, said, he put, no. does put O'Neal in third, but he says Chris Guy was by far the worst. Oh, so. that's hilarious. <laughs> so. Berlin was by far the worst. Oh, yeah. And that's not what he says. I will say this about Berlin. He, he did say, say – hold on. He uh, did his, say – His team's He did say, the, I would love to see the look on Coach's face when you ask him this. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. He's laughing right Berlin now. Berlin would guard you from baseline to baseline. Hey, though. He'd fight and so would it. So And so will his team. Yes. He I mean, would yeah. fight I've you, always, boys. Yeah, I always He wasn't afraid of anything. He made me a better player by guarding me in Oh, yeah. I'll tell you right now, Berlin, you know, I'd take him any time on my team, really. He could shoot a I mean, his, uh, well, even though he couldn't shoot, shoot, he could. Sure. He, you know, I could. I mean, defensively, he'd get after you. You know, that's just what I really like. Well, and his teams, his teams defensively got after it. I feel like they won more regional title titles. Excuse me, under Berlin Brower defensively. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. turned yeah. Will Civils into yeah. a defensive stud. Defense by far, yeah. Will was the best defensive player that year as a senior, no question. <laughs> hey, he. He made my all-purchase team yeah. based on defense alone, and Will was a decent shooter. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, that's that's funny. That's a good question. <laughs> well, and, and and that that brings us, you know, back to the Carlisle thing. We we were working on the discussion of how you got to that point, and again, mm-hmm. I know it doesn't happen overnight. And you were talking about the preseason, and about how you know there was a little bit of adversity. You know, a little bit of emotion. Mm-hmm. Team had gone thirty and five prior, mm-hmm. but needed to learn how to win the big game. Mm-hmm. What happened at the end of thirty and five? Well, mm. what brought the end of that season? And was there a belly, you know, full of fire at that point to go into the next year uh, uh, a little more hungry? We got beat by Ballard Moore in the semifinals of the uh, regional tournament in overtime. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was overtime. Yeah, overtime. Yeah, yeah. by one. One point. One where, where was that game at? It was at the old race arena. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ballard, Ballard had, had a great team, team that year. Yeah. Yeah. Great team. They really did. But well, going, I love race arena. Yeah. But going back, you know, talking about the games, we uh, when we were 40 and 4, we won 19 in a row. I mean, 19 and 0 in the regional and 21 and 4 in tournament play. We played, we won 21 games in tournament play. Wow. Can you imagine that? No, that, that, not at all. I mean, that goes back to when we came back from the King of the Bluegrass. In fact, we played the number one team in the nation, not, you know, in state nations. Baltimore Dunbar, they had to play to beat us. Yeah, talk about that. Who, who was on that team, Coach? Well, Muggsy Bowes. You remember Muggsy Bowes? I do, actually. And, I had a Charlotte uh, Hornets jacket growing yeah, up. Yeah, Muggsy Bowes and a Johnson, Larry Johnson. And uh, who was the one that came? Reggie Williams. Reggie Williams, Reggie yeah. Lewis. Reggie Lewis. I mean, they you mean former play. Boston Celtic? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they had to play to beat And by Larry Johnson, you mean former Charlotte Hornets teammate with Bugsy I don't know that Larry, Larry was on. Was Larry on that one? I'm not sure. It was Reggie Williams, Reggie, Reggie. Lewis, Tyrone yeah. Bogues. Yeah. Anyway, they were really good. They oh, were both more Dunbar. They were really good. They had been beaten well, in I mean, two years, you know. And he said, their coach said, we played them better than anybody. 
you know, that they'd ever played, you know, in those two years because they just, you know, we got four pro players, you know. You talk about – and that was at Kings of the Bluegrass? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You talk about that's a tournament that now 40 years later still carries the weight that it carries yeah. but oh, didn't yeah. doesn't carry a Baltimore-Dunbar. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. No. It's, the the it's King amazing. of the Bluegrass or the LIT happened first as far as in the calendar year? The, the King of the Bluegrass happened so first. Did you know that going into the season you was going to play in that or was that an invitation? Oh, that's just uh, – we had uh, – uh, that's the invitation. So you didn't know it. When you made your schedule out for that year, you no, didn't know didn't he was going to play that. there. And then after we came to that, we got invited to LIT. Right, right. And, and uh, I remember reading articles about that, that there was – it took like a school board approval to make sure that you went. Well, the thing the of it is we didn't know – we thought we were going to play too many games, you know. Right. So Mr. Mathis called, uh, you know, and he said, okay, if you go to the finals of the state tournament, they will, you know, it won't be too many games. Right. <laughs> Good what, thing he figured it what, out. But, you know, he, they didn't want – you know, that's, that's back then that was an impressive t- uh, yeah. tournament. Mm-hmm. It's not the that LIT way then. At that time, was the best teams in Louisville and the best teams across the state. Yeah. yeah. You know, now it's all Louisville teams. You know, yeah. they seeded out. And played. Oh yeah. Sure. But back then, it was they invited. I don't know if it was four or eight out of the state. It was eight Louisville, Louisville and eight not. Wasn't yeah, it? Was I think is what like it that. was. It was no, sixteen teams, right? It was twelve Louisville and four out. Oh, twelve four. four. I got four you. Out. Yeah. Who was the other three? You remember? Uh, I can't remember right now. I think one of them was Shelby County. Uh, let's see, I don't know who the other one was. No, uh, might have been some of them that was in that Corbin. State I don't know if you know Corbin. Cor- yeah, yeah, Corbin had a good team that year. Yeah, they were in it. But, uh, you know, we could have uh, – we got beaten the semifinals by Mayo. They beat us two points. And they were number one team in the state then. And then we lost the consolation game. Nobody cares about a consolation even back then. Sure. And, I, and I told our players – uh, the coach told me, he said, well, okay, this consolation game, so this player, people haven't played too much, you know. So I told our players, I said, I'm talking, you know, second five's going to play this game. Well, he didn't do that. He came, he came <laughs> As out. in your opponent did not do yeah, that? Yeah, they oh, came okay. out and beat us about 17 points. We know, we know, you know, I suppose we got beat all year. Now, I was fixing to say, that's your worst that loss Ballard. all year. That was Louisville Ballard. Louisville Ballard. Yeah. Louisville Ballard, yeah, but I'll never forget that. You know, he said, well, you know, what am I going to do? I already told our kids, you know. I mean, the second five I had was pretty good. Yeah. But they couldn't – Little Ballard had John White, you know, and a really yeah. good players. Yeah. And we couldn't play with them. But anyway, second five, I, I also told everybody at the banquet, we had the best team in the region. Tillman had the second best team. And our second five was the third best team. Nice. And that's true. Nice. It's true. Yeah. I just, it, you know, it isn't very often. I know it happens, and I've seen it maybe once in the last 12 years of my full knowledge. And I graduated from Trig in 2003, so I understand second region basketball pretty well, too. But it's not often Western Kentucky. And not, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's not common for two of the top ten teams in the state to exist on this side of Bowling Green, it happens, yeah. Yeah. but it happens. it's not common. And so, mm-hmm. for you to having to having to have to Tillman big city school, oh yeah. So for you guys to have to overcome that in '83, when we know full well what they had in the late '70s, early '80s, and even today, mm-hmm. athletes upon athletes just growing out of trees, and then they can just pick them off the tree as they're going to school. It's just insane to me. To think that you had to in the early '80s overcome that mm-hmm. to get 40 wins, and that you—I know everybody always says it's so difficult to beat a team three times. Absolutely, you, Absolutely. you had to beat a four. You had to beat them four times. Yeah. That's and as I've already had those conversations, even 
recently, having covered Murray and Callaway and, you know, and McCracken and Tillman, when you beat a team four times in a row in the same season, that alone is a drain. How do you change that up? Well, you know, I, we believe, and I still believe, that it's easier to, to, you know, to win the fourth game than it is the third game. You've already beat them three, you know. You've I remember really, him telling me I that. remember, yeah, that he is, told me that's a good theory. Said, you don't want to think they can beat you. <laughs> and, so and, that's, smart, and it is right though I mean just mentally you know, the third time does and it I've told our guys like that sometimes when we'll we're in a game and you know you're up on a district team 20 you let them creep back into you know six right like, you don't want you them there you gave them some confidence you don't we want could have just yeah. finished them off and I and I, I was going to say that and you, you beat me too yeah. But, yeah. you get to a team like that, that you get, I and mean, that Tillman get. team I still remember the players on that team oh yeah Terry Shumpert oh, yeah. Sam Alderburn yeah uh Cooper, John Cooper. Yeah. I got Terry Shumpert's baseball cards in my baseball card collection. Yeah. That team was good. Well, yeah, it had to be tough, you number nine. And they had us down in the the regional semis. But, you know, of course I was worried every time. But but they (laughs) thought they could beat them. I mean, they just did. You know, in the regional tournament, they were up five points about a minute and 30 seconds to go in the game, you know. And Tyler stole the ball. We did, you know, another thing and won it. But they never did during the timeout. You can see it in their eyes. They never thought they was going to lose that game. But, boy, I'll tell you what, it was tough. Well, and you bring up a great point. There's always been a lot of expectation on Tillman. Oh, yeah. Just because of what I just said. Because of, And they've, throughout the years, have had – I don't want to – I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm simply saying that Tillman has been weighed down by expectation as well. Yeah. Instead of being able to come into a season and just have a good time, a lot of their fan base over yeah. the years has been fully expectant to win regional titles, to win district championships, and they've – I'll just use the words, come up short. Every team has experienced come up short. Men, mm-hmm. women, children have come up short based on those expectations. But I feel like a lot of times because of Tillman's athleticism, mm-hmm. right. they have a lot of expectations from their fan base. And instead yeah. of just being able to go out and enjoy and play a sport, mm-hmm. they come up short. You know, I'd like to ask a question, too, that thinking about it from, you know, from a coach's aspect – of course, that was in the semifinals, so that was right. on Saturday. No, that was probably on Friday. 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 Friday night, probably. So you had a couple of days to prepare. What was the mentality of the team, knowing that you beat them three times? What was the menta- What was practice like those two days that you had to prepare? Do you remember that? Well, you know, we had – you know, the first game we had a scare, you know. Yeah, Murray, I mean, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Almost you, beat you. My, my yeah. dad did not take me to the game that, uh-huh. that night. Because was it, it one all, point? He yeah. said, oh, we'll beat Murray. And we listened to that thing on the radio. I was so mad yeah, at him was, that we wouldn't yeah. do it. Was it one point? <laughs> it was, yeah, they missed a shot at the horn. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Murray at the horn. 45-44 yeah. is what the score was. Yeah. You know, we played we played everybody. We hadn't played Murray. And I saw them play a couple of times. They always played the 2-3 zone. And they're the athletic. And they came out in the man to man. I played their ass off. Really, I never thought they could play that way. Mm-hmm. But he was Gary Miller, Gary, whatever his name was. A good who, coach. who coached Gary Miller? Gary, yeah, he, he wow. was a good coach. Yeah, yeah. good coach. Oh, really you're coach. warming my heart and soul yeah. now. Yeah, Gary yeah. Miller coached him then. That's yeah. incredible. Rest yeah. in peace. So yeah. then, so you beat, then, you so you beat Murray. Right you get the semi. They yeah. knew right then. So, we, so you know, anybody had, can beat us. All right. So had that game not have been close, what do you think? I don't know. It could have been. You know, it I could have been different. I think you're right. They had, you know, that made us knew yeah. we had we to made, play. We may owe Kerry Miller one. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize Kerry. Yeah. I knew Kerry coached, but I didn't realize it was that year. Oh, he was a great coach. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And then he went state, what, two or three on. times? Yeah. yeah, you did he coach. He came, first couple years. came back. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He sure did. Yeah. yeah, they went to the state. And, yeah. You know, he took them in the 80s. Mm-hmm. 
Good wow. coach. Really good coach. I didn't realize. Because Kerry – didn't Kerry go on and coach some baseball too? He coached baseball for a long time. Long time. Really that's, yeah, that's that's what I know him about before he retired. That's what most people as is a baseball coach. But he was – Well, they gave us a scare now. I'm telling you, I yeah. could see Who? that ball going in, I, you know, when he shot it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Going right – you know, I said, oh, you think shit, about, it's going to happen again. Yeah. Well, and – and you guys had experienced that the year prior, so I'm glad I asked that fire in the belly question. It could have happened right oh, there. Oh, sure, it could have happened. Well, it happened even awful. the year before that. Right. When oh, those when those guys were sophomores, it happened yeah. also. Oh, when yeah. it was '81, they lost to Tillman that year. Yeah. Oh, oh so yeah. that's where the re- that's where oh, the yeah. nemesis yeah. comes right. from. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. what year did Overstreet play? I'm gonna go ahead and ask that right now. What year did Overstreet Greg? play for? Yeah. What year did he play for Tillman? In '80, I think. I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. So it's right before they went to state tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't so wait, we don't give him credit. Well, no, but I mean, but I mean from a well, no, I mean from no, one ca- one Catholic to another. That's why I was just curious. Like there was, I mean, Tillman had already had that eighty experience. Yes, they yeah, had already yes. been. Well, yes. well, we're coming into the decade. Yes, ready to. We're going to own this decade. Mm-hmm. But here's Carlisle County. Yeah. Walk me through, and I, there's a lot of brain trust here. But who were your starting five? I mean, and, and I know all three of you guys. Can no, I'll let Coach do this. He, he can yeah. do it the best. Well, he may not be. He, he was young. Oh, I can name him. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, I guarantee it. Well, you had Hall, York, uh, Henley. You had uh, Tyler. Yeah, you had Tyler in the middle. And, and then and who, was the, who was lives the here fifth? in town? Rambo. Rambo. Dave Rambo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was the five. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a really good five. Yeah. You think Philip Hall. Yeah. David Henley, Keith York, and John Tyler, four starters, all 1,000-point scores in their career. Yes. Yeah. You know, David Rambo wasn't, but he was a heck of a point guard. Heck of a and point. when I was yeah. in high school, David would come back and practice with us, and we hated it when he walked in the gym. Sure. <laughs> because, you, you know, you think he's 22, 23 years old in top shape, just regardless. But, yeah. but so then, he's whipping your ass. Yes, he was, yeah. every day in practice, yeah. <laughs> and then off the – these guys may not play because they were young, but, like, you know, Mike Sams is a thousand point scorer eventually. On that group, yeah. I mean, you're talking about. And this is in group two. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Was Fortner you were about that wouldn't have been final. in there yet, right? No, no Fortner graduated in 88. So he so wouldn't have been in there yet. So there would have been five, though, thousand point yeah, scorers. And then, there. you know, Greg Wilson came off the bench. He was very active. Very good. Did you know Greg, you know his, his boys. boys? Oh, yeah. He Murray. Played for me. Adam Which, Wilson, Coleman Wilson. Yeah. Greg, Greg's boy, yeah. Wow. Greg, yeah. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, that's Tim Wilson's boy. Tim's boys. Greg's boys are Murray team. I'm yeah. a, I screwed oh, up there. Trey. It's, it's, uh, uh, no. Uh, uh, gosh dang it, what's his name? <laughs> Plays on the Murray. He's a Murray quarterback. Colin Wilson. Yes. Colin Wilson. That, That's Greg yes. Wilson's son. Who is his Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, my yes. Lord. Yes. Colin Wilson. Well, I'll just take five seconds for station that. identification <laughs> here. Colin Wilson is a terrific football player. Thought, uh, well, he, he should have been a car. He, he must call out <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be a good yeah. basketball player this year, too. Absolutely. Hey, Greg and Tim, you know, own Woodcrafters in Murray. Tim played at Carlisle, of course, before Greg. Yeah. Yeah, Tim's boys played for me. They came back to Carlisle. That was Adam and Coleman. But, yeah, You go back to watching Colin, and Brian talking about I'm young, you know, don't remember a lot of it. But watching Colin, how bulky he is, makes me think, I guarantee his dad was the same way on that 83 team. Just kind of a a, a rough, tough, hard nose, I'm going to stop you. Greg can jump. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, Greg can throw it down. Yeah. 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 Colin, Colin, yeah, Colin's an awesome football player. I love watching him play. The game. Mike Tyler, then. Mike Tyler, yeah, he, John's brother. He could yeah, play. He was six you know, seven you know, off the bench. You know that was horse and pony. You know he you know laid that? out a year too. Yeah, you, you, yeah. He had the Tyler brothers. They were six, 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 seven. Yeah, which is great size in yeah. the first region. And that by was the way. horse and pony. <laughs> horse, horse was the oldest one, and pony was the younger one. Yeah. 
That's yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I, I just I didn't yeah, I didn't realize that about Colin at all. Yeah. That's that kind of gives There's a little a family tree there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Western Kentucky. I talked about this the other day. Western Kentucky, in general, from about Fulton to Henderson, all the way back down to probably about Crofton. Maybe you can each you can eke over to Todd County a little bit. There's a lot of family history that all bleeds together. Yes. And all and there's a lot of rivalry that exists between the first region and the second region. And I actually just have tried to embrace that. And maybe that, that brings me to another question, because I know you can talk about that 40 and 14 for as long as possible. But maybe who was your – two-part question here. Who was your favorite coach to coach against while you were in the first region? And who was your least favorite coach to coach against while you My were My favorite here? coach that I thought we could – you know, I hate to mention that, really. <laughs> you don't oh, we're safe now. I mean, that was 40 years ago, coach. I know. And, uh, well, I – <laughs> I, I hate to say it too because he beat me in the just in the finals of the region. You know, BB, BB Kendrick. Yeah, I hate to say that. BB yeah. didn't know how to tackle one three one at all. I mean, he the just, father you know, of the LA. Yeah, well, he, he never like did. It. But the hardest one, and I don't know if y'all Dale Ray. Yeah, Dale Ray I didn't was know tough. Hickman County. Uh, yeah. He he was tough. I mean, you know. So he, uh, that brings me to you say that you know he went to final four when he when you coached from seventy seven to eighty three whatever it might be right in there was the Hickman Carlisle rivalry as big as it is I tell you what it's the best rivalry I've ever seen I've been several places it really is, is. it better than oh, the ones in the, in, the, in the mountains oh yeah really I, mean, I thought it, you know Wayland and Maytown used to be tough too but you know after you know after yeah. being here at Carlisle yeah. it's it's best rivalry I've been around. And, you know, when I uh, I taught seventh grade, you know, when I first came back, second time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, we'd write a story, you know, and I'd say, uh, okay. I said, uh, we playing Carlisle tonight, you know. And they said, uh, uh, that, I said, let's have a little cheer, you know. They'd cheer, you know, they'd leave the class, beat, beat, beat. Hickman County, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right down the hallway. Yeah. That hasn't changed. Joe Adams said, you can't do that. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that also brought me – I had another message on my phone that was talking about, since you brought that up when you come back, was, you know, they, they wish Frankie Brazel could have been here, you know. Mm. And to, to this thing. Frankie was a great guy, you know, and oh, that was Lord. a Carlisle-Hickman connection. But, man, what a great guy. Oh, Lord, yeah. Frankie yeah. was something else. He sure was. Uh, you got any good Frankie stories? Well, I got one. I think right. that I can tell, right. but uh, <laughs> we got all the time in the world. Oh, you the, you tell had, whatever story you want. Let's see. We had, you know, when we had the '83, we had to run. How long, how long was it, Brian? We had to run around that mile. I had to get it done. Four, four, four laps was a mile. Four laps had to get in a certain time. Yeah. So we'd always do that before. I said you can't come out inside, you know, to practice until you do that. And, you know, Rambo and all of you know, they usually lead it. But, you know, York, you know, he was real Keith, six. You know yeah, Keith York. 230, yeah. you know. Yeah, which, you know he's lost a lot of weight now. Oh, yeah. 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 Six, two and 230. Yeah. Frankie Brazel was, was counting. Wow. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had, oh, he said, Coach, said, he's not going to make it. I said, well, I said, what do you mean? He said, well, so and this, he did it. And I said, I said, okay, I'll do him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> So he ran around. I said, "Come on, Keith! Come on, Keith!" And of course, he didn't make it, you know. Yeah. But you know, I couldn't get rid of the best player. I had one of the best players. Sure, sure. But Frankie said, "Oh, he's you know, Frankie." He said, "He's not going to make it." Yeah, he is too. Baby. <laughs> what mile did you make them run? Six minute mile, seven minute, eight? Probably an eight. Wasn't it? Was like an eight. Probably an eight. What was it? Ryan? I, I it was less know. than eight. Was it eight? It was. Less, it was around seven, I think. Yeah. Really. 
I haven't run a seven minute mile in yeah. twenty years. It's been yeah, a long you time. Couldn't, you couldn't loaf. I mean, you had did to you run, run the mile yeah. then go in run the ladder? Uh, we we run, conditioned. Run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went from being a scrawny leg kid to my legs. I had to go get new jeans after conditioning. <laughs> oh, they're too, oh, too tight. With the my 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 the claw, thigh. my yeah. thighs, and man, they improved my athleticism a lot. Yeah. I believe that. I went from barely touching the net to being able to grab the rim. You know, yeah. Can you yeah. grab the rim now is the real question. I've uh, not been able to touch the rim in a few years can't, now. Can't dunk yeah. now. Yeah. No. You know, we'd had a good team. Your Ty Tyler, he could really play. He just didn't yeah. do it, did he? Yeah. He didn't want and to. And remember, yeah. my senior year, Barry Draper tore his ACL. Oh, yeah. yeah. That hurt. I heard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Your senior year was? 90. 90. Okay. Yeah, we we yeah. were not very good. I was, uh, me and another senior, and then we had a really good guard who could defend and yeah. Tore his ACL in the summertime, and yeah. that's back then when you tore your ACL, you're you're done. You're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no repair and, for and that. We had a lot of younger kids. Mm-hmm. Coach was trying not to run me a point because Barry was going to be our point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was going to be the the two guard and score. Yeah. But then, but I, you I to, hell, hell, I had to run the point, shoot the ball. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. All. We were just we were just touch young. the rim, oh, yeah, yeah, rebound. So, coach, you know, we, you know, we talk about the pick offense, but. <laughs> He, he devised some plays where I could run the point and then come off screens mm-hmm. to get shots. Yeah. That's about all we had. Really. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen you do that for a couple of your point guards. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I've, I've, pulled out, I've pulled out some plays from Coach's playbook, you know. And, uh, yeah, we didn't run a lot of sets, but. And it's yeah. funny because, you know, I asked Coach O'Neill about plays for things, you know, for middle school in this net. And he's showing me stuff that he showed him, you know, yeah. and it's just, you know, it's, it's oh, third yeah. generation yeah, I'm, now. I'm yeah. very fortunate. I but, played for Coach Sloan in high school, you know, Hall of Famer. Uh, still, to me, one of the best defensive coaches that I've been around. You know, I went to junior college. I played for uh, Jim Bossy, who's in Illinois High School Hall of Fame. He, <laughs> and Coach Bossy was a lot different. <laughs> 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 I can tell a lot of stories on him. That's but, that northern coach, you know, though. I went and watched y'all play a couple times. Yeah, we, <laughs> we played no defense, no. coach. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin said, I don't know if you own it. Right <laughs> we played no defense. Well, it's it's all about it's all about offense. Possession. And, yeah. Yeah. Score 100. Well, yeah. we, we would lose running and gunning. He'd come in. My guy, we lost running. We're going to slow it down. We get beat slowed down. Well, shit, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose running. <laughs> yeah. but, That's hilarious. But it was, it was different. But then, I, you know, I went to McKendry, you know, after I left Shawnee and played for Coach Statham. Hall of Fame coach. Hall, Another Hall of Fame he coach. He is in yeah. multiple Hall of Fames. But he was an offensive, like, just guru. Yeah. The stuff that he could. And now, we were, we were solid defensively, but not like with, with Coach, you right. know. But, you know, we pressed a lot more. But, I mean, I run some of the plays I ran in college from him. Okay. So, I got, you know, his motion offense, Coach Statham's plays, Coach Sloan's defense. I mean, it, you know, like Coach was talking about how he, you know, the Ohio coach, Bobby Knight. I mean, you take a little bit of everybody. I've oh, always yeah. told our players, if you think you know everything, then no, you're done in this game. You well. right. You're yeah. always adjusting yeah. and changing. And, but, you know, I, I was very fortunate to play for some, for some great coaches and, and bring a little bit from each one of them. Right. You know, you got to have your own – Knack sure. as well, but sure, you got to take the best of what you got from each one, right. you know. Yeah, you know, Ed, I and think we, we go ahead. Coach Statham is from Brookport, Illinois, right? And then, and I've had a chance. I mean, you know, McKendry is one of those teams that kind of has always played Murray State on a rotating schedule. Yeah. Uh, the move to the Missouri Valley is certainly going to change how that works, though. I think, unfortunately, you're only allowed by the league rule. Um, you have to play in an MTE, uh, multi-team event. You also can only play 
either one non-division one opponent per year right. or some sort of counterbalance. I don't know how I feel about that. I do know it means a beefier RPI. I do know it means a better strength of schedule. Um, but it's also we had pizza before we did the podcast. You're dividing the pizza pie much more at that <laughs> yes, point yeah. because your smaller programs mm-hmm. need a couple bye games a year. Yes. And, I, and I, just just for experience, you know, Murray State's always kind of played Brescia, McKendry. There's been a rotation Bethel. of Bethel, somebody close by that's you know clearly, you know, you, you, like when Freed Hardman got the win against Murray State, you know that was a tough night for Murray State men's basketball, but it was a big night for Freed Hardman. But everybody's got to get involved. You right. you need to play your whole rotation. They need to play their whole rotation, and you just need to have a basketball game. So, you know. But I digress. McKendry was one of those teams that was a frequent flyer, yeah. and and matter of fact, I think one of us, we did a big presser yeah. for Statham yeah, yeah. Uh, at uh, at Murray State, and I actually got a chance to do a story about him and yeah. just a quality guy. And yeah, obviously, he's, all he's of still favor. he's still very active. He turned eighty six. Uh, back in May, and that's the new seventy six. Yeah. He's going to go. <laughs> and you know, I've went up to watch a former teammate of mine. His his girls, a, a Division one player. When I'm there, Coach Statham was there watching. He goes around watches former players, just kids play now. You know, that's that's you know that's what he's he does, and uh, still in touch with him. So, but man, I was I'm just been very fortunate with the coaches that I played for, and uh, even before Coach Sloan, you know, I had Coach Johnson for just a little bit. Todd Johnson, oh, yeah. he was the, the Coach Stone's assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, I got to play up on the freshman team. And I learned a lot from Coach Johnson, even though it was just a short period of time. And, mm-hmm. You know, played for uh, Daryl Travis, who's retired coach now. Uh, coach Travis lived about a mile from me. And uh, I remember one day leaving practice. I was a freshman. You know, he was a freshman JV coach. And he had his notepad and getting ready to get in his car. And I said, where are you going, Coach? He said, well, I'm going to go watch so-and-so play. And I said, why are you going to watch him? Well, we play them Friday night. And I said, well, can I go? And so that's really where Coach Travis is the one that really got me in the coaching aspect. Sure, you learned how to scout. I, I rode around with him. He had the little. He was he was six three, probably two fifteen. He drove a little Chevette <laughs> that barely even run. Man, we would worry about getting home. But man, I went with him, and he told me when he left after my sophomore year, he said, "If you ever get into coaching, you look me up if you need a job." And that's <laughs> then Coach Sloan had me coaching little league teams, you know, junior and senior year, and. Of course, we do the same thing now with our, our high school kids, yep. coach little league teams, and, uh, and then Coach Dreer come in. Just, I mean, I just had coaches that have really taught me a lot, um, and then hopefully, you know, I've done that to some of my players. You know, yeah. I got my, I mean, my whole so many. my whole staff yeah. right now is former players. Yeah, you know, and that's but there's so many you know that's come out of Carlisle yeah. over the years. Well, I mean, one of the Hall of Fame notes, and I, I mean, this is a great point to reiterate. I mean, the fact that you had 15. Former yeah. players become head coaches. Yeah, I'm gonna mention some of those. Yeah, no, yeah. dude. Now's a perfect time to bring yeah. them up. I mean, I mean, okay, yeah. Fifteen former players as head coaches. One yeah. sitting with you. <laughs> well, David Henley, you know, he coached state uh, champion. He won the state cha- championship, runner-up state championship, played in the state cha- championship. And I wonder if there's anybody else that's ever done that. Uh, I did. You know, I did he won it in double overtime. Yeah, and lost it in triple right. overtime. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, do you, who do you win it with? Covington Holmes. Covington Combs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. He, he well, coached a little Eastern now. Let's, uh, you said it's Eastern now? Yeah. Louisville Eastern. Yeah, Louisville yeah. Eastern. Gotcha. One he lost with Covington Holmes was, and I'm not sure what. He should have won that one. 30th anniversary. Yeah. Or no. It was something, yeah. It was like an anniversary of the year that they lost. Yeah. In Triple O. He lost that, but then the next year he came back and won, won it, it yeah. against Louisville Central. 
Yeah. You know, Bibby was really coaching good. them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The Bumblebees. Yeah. 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 What year was that? Ah, I didn't look that up. But he he was in back to back championship games. Twelve. It could have been twelve. Well, twelve. I, no, hold on. Twelve or thirteen. Oh, nine. I, I really that long ago? Brock, Brock Moran won a scholarship, and he was oh, up there. Oh, I remember. I was there, yeah. Lost I went to both, yeah. yeah. Which was the 25-year anniversary yeah. of losing yeah. as a player. Gotcha. And then bro. he won in 09. I remember that, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Coach, and I'm in touch with Coach Henley. Me and him text quite a bit. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, when we see each other, yeah, state he's a good dude. Yeah. 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 Of course, there's Brian, you know. Brian's, uh, how many have you 20. won, 450 or 60? You get close to five hundred. Yeah, maybe, maybe you get yeah. to that. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just you know, thinking about years. Forty-eight or forty-nine. Yeah. I just turned fifty, coach. Okay, fifty. Okay. The five zero. Five hundred. Let's say he's got five hundred now, and if he coaches twenty more years, <laughs> he'd only be seventy. How many yeah, people hey, are hey, there? Hey, coach, coach, coach. All the so, Amen. Right. Amen. Modest, if, he, if he won the modest fifteen games, three hundred, he'd have eight hundred wins. Amen. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, <laughs> and you know who's got David Hicks has got what nine hundred. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, Brian looks Bill like Mabry. he's twenty five. Yeah. Not you know really, <laughs> yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Amen. So uh, I mean, you know, he's in you coach seventy five, right, Brian? Is that what you'll play? Twenty? You coach seventy five years old? Yeah. Will you coach twenty five more years? I don't know. I've yeah, always said will. I'll keep coaching until I don't Just like don't coaching. feel and, it. And nothing. He stayed at Carlisle County. I'd him for that. It's yeah. a hard place to coach now, I'll tell you. I know They'll that. give him the key to the city anytime now. Yeah, huh? They'll give him a key to the city Okay, well, now. sure, he already should have one. Right. <laughs> but anyway, he's got two regional championships. And how about to play, say, two? Two, two of those. Yeah. That's, you know, that's that's on the way to a Hall of Fame career, I guarantee you that. Sure, no doubt. Then you got Brian, I mean, uh, Berlin. Who? You know, Berlin, <laughs> Berlin the shooter. <laughs> Berlin the shooter. He's, he's I, been don't, very, I don't know that guy. He's been very successful at McCracken County, he of course. Has. You know. Hey, all jokes aside. Yeah. Berlin, hey, he, uh, he's yeah, good. He, he, you know, and I'll go ahead and throw it out here. He took the high road with Coach O'Neill, got the job after Coach Tyler left. You know, it came down to those two to Coach Carlisle County. Mm-hmm. And Coach O'Neill got the job, and and Berlin took the high road, and he went and helped Jimmy Long for a couple of years mm-hmm. at Heath and took the high road. And I, he probably will look back and say he made the best decision of his life yeah. to do that. Sure. But, uh, man, what a career he, he had, oh, Coach. Had. What a well, career. You know, he won all eight regionals at Heath. Yeah. He yeah. won games at the all eight Yes, uh-huh. yes. I mean, he – I mean, what? A, yeah, I mean, it, he made the right decision. And he could have – And the number obviously, of Obviously, in that situation, yeah. you know, coming from Carl Kent, he could have turned that into something totally different. But he took the high road and made the best career for himself. Yeah. And kudos to him for that. Berlin never let it affect our relationship. Me, me and Berlin grew up together. Yeah. You know, we played middle school ball together, high school ball. We lived yeah. together at Shawnee. Uh, you know, when, when his mother passed away, I basically lived down there for for summer. I mean, yeah. we were really hey, close, and, and hey, it was an awkward hey, situation. And Ed, but we never said anything to each other about it when it sure, was going right. on. So Ed, let me let me put you. You know, I'm gonna put you as the uh, you know superintendent at Carlisle County back in 1997. Okay. You know, you got those two resumes in front of you. That's tough. That's a tough call. Especially, I mean, even if you can see if, the future. Yeah. Well, what, what even, do you do? even then, if you hire one and you say, okay, we'll make the other one an assistant. Even then, there there becomes a pecking order that's extremely yeah. difficult, and you yeah. both have the same type of. And here's and the everything thing too, worked I mean, out so perfect. I mean, well, and here's the thing too, and I'm not gonna, I don't want to besmirch any of that or take any of that away. It's so hard to win a regional title. Oh lord, yeah. I mm-hmm. have tried to explain this time and again. I don't care what your expectations are. It is 
borderline impossible to win a regional title without everything falling perfectly. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about clincher, your rear end clinching. <laughs> I, Jackson Civils, Noah Dumas playing against Marshall County. Mm-hmm. I will never forget mm-hmm. Tyler Powell hitting the three in the corner yeah. on a pass from a triple team Zion Harmon thinking, oh, man, McCracken's hopes have been dashed by a Marshall team that's got it together. Mm-hmm. And then I know that that brings up a lot of raw emotions still between McCracken and Marshall fans, but Noah Dumas goes on and makes two free throws, and I don't know if I've ever seen – Berlin Moore was as calm <laughs> as a cucumber. Yeah. I don't know if he was calm on the inside. He was calm on the outside. He may have been going ballistic on the inside with Powell making the three. Yeah, no. But I do remember after that game, Berlin Moore going up to Tyler Powell's hands and the, both of them shaking hands and saying yeah. – that was that's one of my favorite games of all time, uh, and that's a very recent memory. Absolutely. But you yeah, talk we, about how hard it is to win a regional oh, title. Yeah, yeah. Berlin was able to come away with a well, couple of close he won victories. That, he won that first one the first year McCracken was a school. Yeah. Consolidation I mean, championship. For, for them to do that. Against Marshall. Yeah, Last you know, second shot. Cam Chumler. Cam Chumler, shot, yeah, but you're, ta- shot. you're taking the best players from three different schools and meshing them together. I mean, that's, hard that's almost do. an. Yeah. I mean, I, you've got egos, expectation, yes, but they, those kids. Very seldom do they, you know, win for hey, the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I give a lot of credit to to Chumbler and the coaching staff. Yeah, to be able absolutely. to take those and even even the administration behind them. Yeah, they had their back. And that was a, that was an interesting year. I was just getting into sports reporting full time when that happened. I was covering Murray in Callaway yep. County, and then the fourteen fifteen season is when I went full bore into coverage, and that was Callaway and Murray, and that's how I got my inside look at what Murray was about to become. And, Coach, um, you were talking about, Coach Sloan, you were talking about earlier, the rivalries. I mean, I think it's fair to say Carlisle Higman is as painful and as powerful as a rivalry. Even to this day, yeah. To this day, (laughs) it may be stronger than Mayfield and Graves. Oh, I think so. Tillman McCracken, which, of course, was Tillman Lono. Murray, Callaway hate each other. It was – you know, That's more powerful. Small, small school. If Carlisle Hickman had a football team, how good would that rivalry be? I mean, that game would That's be so point, great. Though. Yeah, it would be so great. You know, hey, and, uh, y'all should get football. No, it's, well, <laughs> no, we'll stick to basketball, way, baseball. It's way, way too expensive. That's totally. You know, and I tried to butt you in earlier. No, 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 you're and, good. And I hate to, oh. but but you know, I think we would be, you know, dishonoring the people listening and the Carlisle County fans if we didn't let Coach Sloan go from, you know, regional championship. To that state championship and step us through that whole process. Well, b- no. Before we do that, there's some more coaches you probably want to. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, get through there. Well, you know, I th- yeah. you know, Brian is going to be a Hall of Famer. You know yeah. that. He's sure. already stayed long enough to be a uh, Hall of Famer. And We're I'm telling him that because he's sitting here. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Coach told me advice a long time ago. The what year did you get into the Hall of Fame? Oh nine. Uh, two, oh, nine, I think that's what it said. Two, oh, ten, I think. Oh, nine, yeah, oh, nine, nine ten. ten. Oh, nine, ten, yep. yeah. I remember I went and stopped at Coach's house mm-hmm. and uh, and to congratulate him. And mm-hmm. at that time, you know, Kathy was t- trying to figure out where I was at because I came, I think, from practice and yeah. or from the school. But he, he told me that. He said, you know, grass is not always greener. Right. And, Absolutely. And, I, and yeah. I took that to heart. And even though before that I looked at – other jobs, but yeah. but you know, since we talked that time, I thought you know I got it pretty good here. Got great support. Uh, they treat me well. Got a foundation of good, of good. little league kids from kindergarten up. You know, we run our. I mean, it's just it's a good place to be. It's, it's as good as any job. Yeah, yeah and, and if you said that, and I'll, I'll ask the question that a lot of people have always wanted to know: 
if you had to do it over again, would you have went to Ashland? No. No, I wouldn't have gone to Ashland. No. You would have stayed here? I would have stayed, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know what? If he'd have stayed here, then that would have. You never know what happened. You never know what happened. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You never know what happened. You'd still be coaching. And going back to Berlin, you know, Berlin, I, I don't, Berlin, Who? the sharpshooter, I don't know if he's coached long enough to get in the hall, really. Uh-huh. His numbers think. are great, though. His numbers yeah, are he's great. great. His yeah, numbers, numbers are great. great, but I don't know how. Eight or nine years? Well, no, he had a little more net. He so had cracking uh, consolidated in fourteen. Right. But he, but when did 13, Jimmy? 13, 14. Step, when did he take over Jimmy? He had about three or four years at Heath, I think. So, yeah, he may yeah. not have enough as a head coach. But I think the thing about it is he won. I mean, he won more than sixty percent of his games. Yeah, well, I don't. I, I think the yeah. main thing is I think one of the. Uh, I don't know for sure, but I think one thing you have to win five hundred games at least. Yeah. I think. So yeah. I don't know if he. That's probably true. And that's yeah. just from a benchmark yeah, standpoint. And he, yeah, even and I know, but he deserves it. And man, I know probably the next thing I'm talk yeah. about is is da. I don't know how close is he to five hundred. Oh, you know, he was in college coaching. Yeah, he, he coached at Duquesne with uh, uh, Kirk State. Edgar. He was at Murray yeah. State and, and, and Duquesne with Edgar. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's got the Hall of Fame credentials also. Well, I want to go no ahead. And, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out. You're talking about, you said with Scott Edgar? Yeah. Scott Edgar's going to be uh, recognized. He is the centerpiece of, uh, I'll throw this out there for uh, Murray State's Hoopalooza this yeah. weekend. All the racers are back, actually. They'll be back Friday night. David Henley was an assistant coach for him. He was, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, – What an awesome tie. I didn't realize <laughs> yeah. that at all. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Scott Edgar and his racers are being honored this weekend. And Jonathan Stark, yeah. former Murray yeah. State racer, is actually going to the school's Hall of Fame this weekend. Yeah. So, that, this could not have been timed any better than yeah. that. I didn't yeah. realize that yeah. at all. Yeah. And then, and then another former player this coach who lived – Exactly a mile from me, and related to Berlin is Chris Guy. Oh yeah, Chris Guy is. Uh, yeah. you know he's a region one champion too, and yeah. he's coached. You he's know, won multiple All A's. Oh yeah, correct. And, you know that's all. You know all good. Everyone. John Tyler is another one, and I don't know if you know, remember Brian, but Thurman Thurman yes. Bailey coaches in Tennessee. Yeah, t- coaches in Tennessee. I didn't know that t- yeah. until he came back to the reunion. So that's six at one scope. You know that I, you know that's uh, just from one high school. Yeah, not even just your career. No, uh -uh. they all they all been successful. That's what you know. I like that. Well, let me ask this question then. Maybe off the top of the head, how many wins is it total? Oh, I I have no idea. That would be. It's got to be more than fifteen hundred wins. Oh, Oh, I'd so. I'd say so for sure. Yeah, just from your coaching tree. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's not insane. Even, that's just Carlisle. You know, that's not Carlisle. Oh, yeah, you're not talking about your other coach. No, your other, your other stops. No, yeah. No. That's that's absolutely crazy. Well, I want to go ahead and bring this up because I know it's something that's going to take a minute to talk about. But we've already talked a lot about that forty and fourteen. You get up at, at this point. It's played at Rupp Arena. Yeah. Right. Nineteen eighty three Rupp Arena, which mm-hmm. is always I feel like it's probably going to forever be the home of Kentucky Boys Basketball Championships, mm-hmm. and it should be. It's a mecca. It makes complete sense. But, oh, wow, I've been handed the 66th Kentucky Boys State High School Basketball Tournament Program, the Sweet 16, which has now been – I believe the Sweet 16 has actually been trademarked. I, how did you – Martha Lane Collins for governor, this is a step back. <laughs> Guys, I'm reading this live. I didn't even – I could have uh, brought mine who on the front cover of my program from the 83 tournament. I had Joe B. Hall and Jack Goose Gibbons' oh, autographs. Yeah. Are you they, serious? They, uh, Joe I've got, B. Go- I've got yeah. Goose's autograph, yeah. actually. Goose was doing <laughs> the radio. <laughs> I, we got a pennant here, Sweet 16, 1983, Carlos Colors. They did not win. Because they, they sold the champion pennant anyway. Yeah. 
But then you have to make that. I yeah. get it. You had to pre-make that. Yep. Joby Hall was in attendance the first game of the tournament that we played, and then uh-huh. uh, Jack Goose Gibbons was uh, doing the radio. Okay. Yeah. And so I walked down there and got his autograph as well. That's what's on front of my cover. You know, and I just pulled up another thing, and I'm sure Coach Sloan. Oh yeah. Remembers Coach this. Haskins. <laughs> well, and this this actually isn't the actual one, I don't think. Yeah. But D. A. Henley made a drawing. I don't think no, that's, that's his. not it. But he, I, I have it in one of my scrapbooks. He made a drawing it in the third grade, second grade, maybe fourth or fifth grade, something. Kind of similar fifth grade, to yeah. fifth grade. Yeah. What I'm showing here, it was a picture of, but it actually had the Rupp Arena scoreboard in it and this and that. And he predicted, I mean, the state championship game yeah. right there. <laughs> they I mean, he, yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah. <laughs> they thought about it. But it was yeah. awesome. I mean, yeah. But that program's pretty cool. I'm just going to keep living through this program, and if, Coach, you want to just walk us through the Rupp yeah, Arena I mean, experience. Hey, start to stop. I mean, that, yeah. Uh, well, give I'll, us the full Give us the first game. I'll talk as a, as a fan, and then I'll let you take over. But, you know, we played Breathitt County Breath first County. game. Wasn't considered to be one of the top teams. Uh, and, we, man, Keith York played phenomenal that phenomenal, game. Yeah. and And routed them. And I'll let you go back to this, but I, we were sitting beside Scott County's cheering section because they uh-huh. played the second game. Yeah. And there was a fan over there the whole time as we were whooping Breath of County, kept pointing at us, going, we want you. We want you. <laughs> kept doing that. Well, on Friday after we beat them, my dad goes, I wonder where that guy's at. Because <laughs> we jumped out on Scott County, I think it was 20 to 2. 20 to 2, yeah. 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 But yeah. I'll let you go back to the, to the Breath of County well, game, Coach. Yeah, the Breath of County game, you know, they were yeah. – Eastern Kentucky is known for shooting the ball well. And uh, I didn't know a whole lot about them. I made a lot of calls. They had a good record. And uh, but we played good defense like we always did, and uh, I could tell by the first quarter. You know, I think we scored nine. What was it? Uh, we put I mean, a lot of points. Wait, a lot, of, lot of points. So I, I got to ask. All right, going into that, and I've been through a couple of them with Coach O'Neill, but going into that, just the team thought. Obviously, you're thirty-seven and three at the time, something like that. Yeah, I said thirty-seven. How much pressure was there on that first game, or did the Murray game in the first re- round of the regional did that take that away? I took a lot of it away. Or did and, it really? And getting to the state took a lot of it away. Yeah, too, you know. But that, so there wasn't a lot of pressure you know, in that first not, game. Not a lot of pressure because uh, they knew they should be there. Yeah, they, they knew they sh- should be there. You know, and then, you know. Jock Sutherland was looking through the teams, you know, they were in. He said, yeah, here's the team, 37 and 3. He said, they must have not played anybody, you know. <laughs> and they looked at well, they played everybody. Well, they, uh, yeah. <laughs> they beat Tillman four times. <laughs> he said, they played everybody, you know. And so, and then Scott County had a good team also. And, uh, uh, you know, that wasn't much of a game. They they played a 1-3-1, one, one, and uh, our offense against 1-3-1 one, one just, you know. Well, we were up 20-2 yeah, in the first quarter. It's nothing they could wow. do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a shocker. Then, yeah. you know, on the on the uh, Owensboro team, that's when I – you yeah. know, you got to – you know, you think you're going to win, you know, but, you know, there's always now That was the – Owensboro was – Semifinals. Semifinals. Semifinals, you know. And Owensboro had just beat Henry Clay. So, uh, I want to back up. To Scott County because that's close to Lexington. And once again, I'm George. I'm, a, I'm a little guy at this point, Town. so I don't remember a lot of this. But you know, Scott—they had to have a huge crowd. There. Oh yeah, yeah. But most of uh, everybody was for us. <laughs> even even <laughs> it, in the quarterfinals, it, it didn't yeah. matter. Even in the quarterfinals, yeah, that's yeah. right. They all—I mean, everybody was you know for us. Okay. Because, you know, 
But anyway, when we defeated them, then Orangeboro had just defeated uh, uh, Henry Clay about two weeks ago, about 15 points, you know, really beat the shit out of them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said, well, we're going, you know, we're going to win this thing, you know. And we beat them 52 to 51. Which yeah, was, it was close. I it was close, that. yeah. And, uh, Where are those you clips know, from? This was a scrapbook. Uh, and I know everybody heard it say that. It was a scrapbook that I was given, I don't know, through the years. This was not mine. But uh, yeah, a lot of clippings in there. I wish I could redo it all. But uh, – and I hate to interrupt Coach there. But, no. you know, the, the picture there of Rosella and Phillip. Yeah. I just – and that was in the uh, – I think that was in the Lexington Herald. Yeah. Uh, of course, Rosella – I mean, just we talked about coaches and other things mm-hmm. from the school, but we didn't we didn't even mention her. I mean, another Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. And I mean, I know what I went through when I played. I know what Coach O'Neill's went through when he coached. But I mean, you had Rosella too. I mean, mm-hmm. she was just a staple. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's hard. Words can't really describe it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know the amount of times that. How many times does she help you? Oh, yeah. Think about it. I mean, think about those times you go, well, yeah, we're in a bonus or, yeah. I mean, they've already had one technical, you know. She started, <laughs> she started keeping the book in high school when she when went she to Blandville. She was in school, so she was like 13 or 14. Yeah, and then, That's I mean, I, I don't even know when she started at Carlisle. But wow. She went all the way up until about 2010, I think, was her mm-hmm. last year. Did it for, I mean, yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. Great. I want to uh, say real quick before we talk more about the state tournament itself. There, I'm just flipping through the pages of the of the program. Of course, Scott Carlisle, Carlisle Owensboro, Carlisle making the championship game. Just played played it at eight o'clock Saturday night. Your tournament officials even have a flavor from Western Kentucky. You had Barry Barnes from Rockport, okay. Lloyd Brashear from Elizabethtown. Don Byers from Lexington. Uh, Bernard Collier from Sydney. Jackie Cup from London. Whatever. Then you had Don Green from Mayfield. Don Green. You're right. Pete Hayes from Louisville. You had Dennis Jackson from Paducah. Mm-hmm. Dennis Jackson broke broke the color barrier at Murray mm-hmm. State University. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a star athlete yeah. for Murray State University yeah. before becoming a big part of the Paducah Tillman Paducah schools of leadership, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Uh, and then you had uh, uh, John Rajunas from uh, Northridge and Dan Sullivan from Port Thomas. But I just saw. Don Green from Mayfield and Dennis Jackson from Paducah. Mm-hmm. Those were your tournament officials for the state tournament, and I think that that's really – that's just a unique tie just to Western Kentucky all around. And, uh, Coach, you were – go right back go right back to it. You were we're, – we're, we're So we're in the at, semis. We're, we're, we're getting we're ready looking for at things live here, so, too. So, all right, we'll set it up live. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're Saturday morning in Lexington. We're getting ready to play. Uh, did you have the first or second game that day? First one. You had the first game, so that was probably at 9 or 10 Central, yeah. or Eastern, I mean. Yeah, ten, yeah ten, 10 Eastern. 10 yeah. Eastern, 9 Central. Uh, all right, do you remember, did y'all get up and go eat breakfast? What did you Okay, do? I'll tell you what we did. When uh, when we won, well, you know, Jock Southern, I told you, you know, he, yep. he was calling the game. He, he became a fan of mine, you know. He's <laughs> You know, he'd won the state championship at Lafayette, you know. And he said, uh, well, let me tell you some things, you know, which I already knew. He said, you need to get them up about 5 o'clock, you know, or 6. Let them walk around a little bit, you know, and do those things, then go eat, you know. And uh, that's what we did, you know. We, we, you we, remember where you ate? 
Oh yeah, it was a, a place there in the motel where we where we stayed. Yeah. You know, where was you staying? Do you remember? Oh, it was out there. Mr. Mathis didn't like the place. <laughs> it wasn't the what was the Continental Inn? It wasn't. Oh, that. it was a lazy something. What was it? Does I can't think of it what it was. But anyway, he said he told the commission. Of course, that's on the state. The state kind of puts you up in those rooms. Oh so yeah, that, they that, put you up. And He's, nothing against them. It's just he that, said that was that your assignment. He didn't like the rooms. He told me he said, well, yeah. he said, oh, we know, didn't like them either. When no one, he yeah. said, if you don't like them, then. You know, you move, you have to pay for it. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know that was on that. <laughs> but anyway, you, you know, it's a good feeling, you know, when you go out there. The only thing is, you, we should have won the damn thing. I understand. You know, I mean, but 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 let's go back. You know, you're more nine o'clock mm-hmm. or ten o'clock tip off. So you get to rup at what around nine? Mm-hmm. Get dressed, hit the floor. What's the motions like? Oh, it's just you know. I mean, it's unbelievable. You, you know, I mean, just, I not many people get to, to enjoy that. Yeah, so it's yeah. hard to describe. But going back before that, you know, after we won every game, you know, I mean, the games we played, uh, they all want to celebrate. You know, everybody was a celebrating. I said, we got before the game. Yeah, after we won the game, you know, they just okay. so they thought it was all over with. I don't think they expected to go that far. We did, but I mean, the fans, you yeah. know, yeah. they all around, you know. And I told Mr. Mathis, I said, I can't. Uh, I said, you got to get us another room where we can meet, you know. So he got us another room where we So this is Saturday afternoon? All day, all, I mean, after the first from, game. Yeah, from what, 11.30 yeah, until? I mean, every game we had to Oh, okay, I got Because, you. you know, we couldn't get together, and you know. So, and, and, and let's look at that, too. I mean, we're talking about Carlisle County, a very small county, very small school. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yet the fandom-monium – you couldn't take. I mean, you had to get your guys away from. Oh yeah, I mean they just you know wanted to talk about everything. You yeah, know. And, and they and knew where then, our room was. You know, and everybody. Yeah, and back then, I mean, you didn't have you know, yeah. the social media and the cell phones no, and things no, like that. No, so no, I mean, no. it was it was the you wanted the one on one contact. So, oh yeah. So you yeah. got them away from it, right? They had to talk, you know, about the other team. You know what we knew about them and everything. You know. So what? All right. So we're we're through Saturday morning. We get done. You win that game. You're looking forward to Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Did y'all stay and watch the next game? No, we didn't watch it. They didn't watch, I did. They didn't watch any games. Were, so was, everybody else left. Henry Clay and then Louisville Ballard. Yeah. Did you really want to play Louisville Ballard after yeah. what happened oh, to yeah. the LIT? But they never, you know, everybody else goes up there. They let the kids go out and watch games, you know. Yeah. So they, the kids went back to the room. I think they got a little pissed off at me because I wouldn't let them go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and we had a game, you know, we won on Wednesday. Right. And we right. had a Thursday off. Yeah, Thursday off, yeah. And so what did you do that we back up? Trancy. We practiced all day. that day. All yeah. day. Don Lane, <laughs> 100. Yeah. yeah, we went up and practiced <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, yeah. so, yeah, you know, we, 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 wanted, we thought we could win. Right. And they did too, really. So, so Saturday afternoon, the guys are gone. You watched the Henry Clay, Louisville Ballard game. And uh, so the stage is set. You know, state championship. There's two teams left in the state. Stage is set. You know, what What do you say in the pregame? What, what, what do you tell them? The pregame, I said, only, I mean, people think we really played slow, but it wasn't my instruction. I said, we, we're going to have to get a better shot than we've ever done. You know, I said, but, you know, that's all I said. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, when they were in that zone, you know, we're not going to shoot the ball. So your, your guys were smart enough to understand when they come out in the zone, okay, we scored quickly when they came out the man to man. Right. And they, so yeah, when they, they sit back in that zone, hey, we're going to we sit just, back with I you. Try. No pressure and, on us. Yeah. You know. So I mean, you had you had guys that were basketball smart. Oh yeah. No mm-hmm. doubt. No doubt about it. So, you know, first half 
comes to an end, you go to halftime. What do you say? I think we were down 18 to uh, 18 to 13. I thought, yeah, okay, yeah, 18, 15, 18, 18, 18 to 13. Yeah. To That's 13. a low possession game yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this is a team. Once again, they those, those in the semis. Yeah, yeah, you scored 80, 80 <laughs> yeah. that morning. You know, yeah. no, I was, I mean, in his fifties against Owensboro. Okay, yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's a team that you know. This isn't really the game plan, but we're looking to win. Yeah, whatever it takes to win. I said, whatever we're going to have to get better shots we ever had. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. You know. So at halftime, yeah. what do you say? I said, well, okay. I said we're still in the game. I said if they come out and stay in that zone, that we're still going to hold. You know, until they come out. But you know. They didn't get, when they came came out, we would score quickly. So off our man to man. I'm thinking know? back to that halftime locker room. You know, you're in Rupp Arena. And did the guys have anything to say? No, they didn't have anything to say. All ears. All ears. They, All ears. they still thought they could win. You know, yeah. you could see it in their eyes. All I said, ears. We just, I said they, you know, they're not going to stand out there all day. You know, let us pass the ball. All right. So and hold it. We didn't have to pass it. All we had to do is hold it. Really. Right. So. You know, it's a record crowd at Rupp Arena. Uh-huh. I mean, the place is going crazy. And we come to the end of regulation and we're all tied. What's that huddle like? Well, you know, we're just talking about uh, uh, if, if they come out of man-to-man, you know, we could run our man-to-man offense, you know, and still, you know. But, but they stayed zone. Yeah, they stayed zone. And then the – they uh, Philip Hall stole the ball at midcourt at uh, regulation or overtime. In overtime, first overtime. Yeah. Okay. And he, you know, he got really hammered. I mean, they really knocked him down. And today's know. game would be an intentional foul without a doubt. Oh yeah, he'd been yeah, out. I mean, you know, I got you. He'd been out of the game. Uh, all know, right. Who, whoever so did. So step us through. I mean, he got two shots. Yeah, but he. But Philip couldn't shoot him. Greg Wilson <laughs> came off the bench and had, had you know, had to shoot him. So Philip was hurt at this point. Yes. Yeah, and I might have put him in. Back, he wanted to come right back in. He was, you know, you could tell he was hurt, and I, I put him back. But I mean, in he's an all-state player. Yeah, I, mean, I put him back yeah. in the game, and he got caught the, the mid-court, mm-hmm. you know, over and back, you know, right. which he would never done before. And that was a, you know, that was a big turn. So that right was there. in the first overtime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no, was maybe been the second. second. Might have been the third one. Uh, okay, so after the first overtime, sure I mean, and I'm sure they all blend together, yes. Yeah, but after that first overtime, I mean, we're, you know, we're 40 years since. In the first overtime, there was only one shot took. We take it, took it. <laughs> so you got the jump, <laughs> you got the tip, yeah, and you yeah. held it for three minutes, yeah, or four. Was it three yeah. or four? At three, time? three, it was three, three. Then. Back then, in the second okay. overtime, we got the tip. We held it to same way. Time. Yeah, we took a light. So shot. the first two overtimes, Carlisle County had two shots. And they had no possession. No possession. In the third one, you know. So the, you come to the third wow. overtime. Came we're in the, the huddle. Third overtime. That's when that's we stole the ball at midcourt. So they got the tip, and then we stole it. No, we got the tip. Okay. We got the tip and scored. You okay. know. At, I mean, at what they, point? I mean, how much time? I'm, I'm trying to think. It's three minutes. You know. But how? At what point did we score? We got the tip, mm-hmm. and uh, it's probably about uh, we held for about two and a half minutes. Probably. So about thirty seconds ago, we scored. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Then we came. You know, then was we. That, th- I think that was Philip, right? Yeah. That Phillip. scored. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Then we, you know, we scored, and again, uh, see. Uh, Makes it thirty-three, thirty-one. Yeah. We, I mean, Philip stole the ball, and they called a foul on us, mm-hmm. and they went down and scored. You know. That made just that tied it up. You know. So so we're at thirty three thirty three at probably less than a half a minute to half go. Half a minute. 
and they got the ball. And once again, young enough not to know, so I'm I'm, I'm trying to remember all this. Okay. I'm sure there was timeouts, there was huddles, there was oh, other yeah. things. Uh-huh. So let's go down to that last possession. Last possession. Before you get there, what do you tell your guys? You're on defense. What do you tell your guys? They they had the ball with 30 seconds to go. Okay. They held it for 20. Well, maybe 30. They held it too. Okay. For the yeah. last shot. That makes sense. They held it for the last shot, and uh, we uh, let's see. He called timeout. Coach. Uh, uh, I forgot what his name was. Pruitt. Pruitt, yeah, Al Pruitt, you know, called timeout and with eight seconds to go, and he set up out of bounds play. So we, in that timeout, what do you tell your guys? Uh, how did we set up there? Did we set up man to man? Did you go oh, zone? Yeah. Man to man. Man to man. It's on the side. Okay, it's on, on the, the side. side. They had a hard time getting it in. They got it in. Uh, they couldn't get it in. He called another timeout. Gotcha. He, yeah, they gotcha. couldn't get it. In. Then the, the next one, they got it in. They worked it around with eight seconds to go. Shot the ball. We I mean, we've all seen the shot. Yeah, we, we didn't block yeah. out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can't. It's get one of those things. For that, it's one know. of those things. Yeah, but Just, you know, it was. But the thing of it is, uh, gotcha. uh, Jeff Blandon, you know, he was their best guard. You know, and I got to know him at Trancy. You know, and he said during that game, he said Al Pruitt said they ain't going to. He said. They can't hold the ball that long. You said, <laughs> you know, you know what Jeff said. I got no. We go out and have a few drinks. You don't go to the <laughs> yeah, race. Oh yeah. He said, you're not going to hold it that long. There's no way. He said, but you all did, you know. <laughs> and I said, well, what about at midcourt when Phillips stole the ball from mm-hmm. you? And he said, well, he said it could go on anyway. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. So we also kind of, got a bad five second call. Oh yeah. Yeah. Late in the game. Yeah. Phillips was out there dribbling. He and. Was, yeah. He was not closely guarded. Yeah, he was, that's that's right. on that little highlight uh, video so, that I actually have. So one of them the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so so somebody can walk me through because as I'm listening to all this, I'm also flipping through the guide here. The uh, Carlisle Keith York's listed 17 years old, six two. Philip Hall six two and eighteen. David Henley six two and seventeen. John Tyler six seven. 16 years old and 6'7", nice. Uh, Greg Wilson, I wish I was 5'7". Uh, Greg Wilson, 6'2". David Rambo, 5'8". Then you go to Henry Clay. They were running 6'3", Greg Bates, 5'11", David Thompson, 6'2", Matt Walling, 6'1", Robert Warfield, 6'2", Doug Wills, I believe it's Willis or Wills, uh, 6'2", Breck Ashford, and then, of course, you mentioned Jeff Bland. It was the first Steve, guy off their Steve bench. Miller. Steve Miller, 6'6". Six, six, He's another. up Mr. Basketball, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 yeah, Chip Rupp, 6'3". You know Roy who Chip Mo- Rupp is? I don't. That's Adolph Rupp's yeah. grandson. Adolph's I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Grandson, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. just the amount of legend. Well, the Henry- can somebody walk me through the Henry Clay Ballard game? Because I know Ballard was really, really good. Because here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at a picture, a team picture for Ballard High School. And if I don't see a young Scotty Davenport, <laughs> yep. who ended up going and winning in a state title yeah. with Ballard, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, did he end up winning a state title? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then went on to go still coaching hey, at Bellarmine. When we had our celebration back in February, I went and started looking through that, and I recognized a lot of names who have been coaching over the last 40 years. Curtis Turley's in here for Warren well, East. Well, as players. Well, yeah. Greg Longacre's in there. He coached for years in Louisville yeah. in high school. I mean, I, I, and there's more, but I just – Just thinking about this 83 tournament. Yeah. I mean, this, there is, this is a – this feels like a, we're 40 years. This is a perfect time to talk about. Oh, yeah. It's the 40th anniversary. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. 
There's a ton of. This is a heavy, heavy yeah. guide. A lot of history There's in there. There's a lot of history in this yeah. book. I know some state tournaments are better than others. This feels like a legacy tournament. Absolutely. From a 1983 standpoint. Well, where, I, I was. Where basketball went. I was in Gatlinburg. It's probably been 10, 12 years ago, maybe long. And I had a car. I was going up to Clingman's Dome. You know how cold it is when you get up there? Yeah. It was spring break, I think it was. And I had a Carlisle County jacket on because I knew there was snow still at the top. And we got about halfway, and I just we sat down on a bench. And the guy walked by me and he goes, Carlisle County. I said, yes, sir. He goes, 1983. <laughs> I said, yes, sir. He goes, do you know David Henley? I said, yes, I do. I said, I, I know all those guys. I said, my sister was in that class, and he knew David Henley. And uh, actually, it would have been it was it's been since '09 because David won the state title, mm-hmm. and he started. He said, I went down and watched David win that state title. He said, I was at that '83 game. He said, I live in uh, Ohio, but I drove down to watch that '83 state championship game because we know Kentucky basketball is better than yeah. Ohio basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, I I'll go down there for the state tournament. But so then that I mean, and. And I know people are getting older, but there's so many people that were at that game that every year I go to the state tournament, somebody will see me with Carlisle and say something about that game. It gets it gets less. Oh, yeah, yeah so no, that, I mean, but, it, but it's almost it's, it's almost like it's, it's not really a game, but it's like, it's almost funny to go to state tournament. It's a time and wear your Carlisle shirt. It just people the say people so. that come to you. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, and I'm looking at there's an advertisement here for Albin W. Barkley, the second candidate for <laughs> lieutenant governor. And we all know that Albin Barkley, you know, everything down here in Western yeah. Kentucky is named for Albin Barkley. The lake, uh, the lake, that's, it starts there. I mean, that's, there's more than that, but it, the lake. There's an elementary school in Fort Campbell named Barkley Elementary. It's for him. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I work in Trigg County. Barkley is the lake for Trigg County. So it's just, you know, I'm – this 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 magazine that I'm looking at this this uh, this flyer basically this this playbook this this playbill for the entire tournament is just something I've been reading while I've been listening to you guys talk about those three games. So so let's back up. Let's it go takes back. me back in time. Yeah, let's go back to coach. And so, you know, Henry Clay wins 35-33 triple overtime. Right. You know, you go to the locker room. Obviously, you had you had to stay on the floor for a little bit because of awards and this and that. But uh, you go to the locker room. It's late on a Saturday night in Lexington, but uh, you know, what do you say? I, and I mean, what do you say? Uh, you can't say a whole lot because you know everybody's crying, you know, and tears in their eyes, and you know, it's just a bad feeling. I, I think about it every every day. Well, you say you think about it every day. If there was one thing to change in that championship game, is there anything you would have changed? Well, I might open it up a little bit more. I could have opened it up, you know. So I think you talking we, about running a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I thought we could probably surprise them, you know, because, you know, we were really slow. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had the opportunity. You know, they saw – I mean, they just didn't want – they wanted yeah. to play the way they thought they could win. You know, what what do you say to a Philip Paul or to a David Henley? Well, I mean, what do you say? You just, put you, you just put your arms around them and tell them you love them, you know. Absolutely. People, you know, you feel bad about it, but later on people is going to, you know. Absolutely. So think about the thing you've done. Yeah. And and I think that's where I was going to get to is probably that night you felt it. I'm not sure if it was on a Sunday, but maybe on Monday when you come back, there was a parade and some other things going on in the county. And uh, obviously it was before cell phones and social media. Yeah. And I mean, the love that those guys felt when they come back home yeah. had to make them feel, not that, 
it took care of the loss, but it definitely was a Band-Aid over the loss. Oh, yeah. You know, I had uh, my sport jacket, I had, you could just wring sweat out of it, you know. And I was worn out. They had a, you know, Sunday night when we got back out to the high school, I couldn't make it out there. I was just too, you know, I was too exhausted. But it's pretty hard, you know, to go win something like that. You know, you dream – if you're a coach, you dream of winning the state championship. Yeah. And, you know – And like, you're there and you set your fingertips. Yeah, and, you know, you, you lose it, you know. It's just something – I mean, eight seconds to go. I, I, yeah. I, and, I mind. mean, I hate toward the end of this podcast uh, – I mean, it's kind of a downer, but, I mean, I mean, what a heartbreak. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, like I said every day, I think about it. But the thing is, and I I will say this to your coach, I mean, because of that loss, Carlisle County over the last 40 years has been really, really better. Better is not the word. They've been blessed because of that loss because that fired fired, fired so much momentum. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I just – I thank you for everything you did. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean – it's just uh, unbelievable. Just you talking? Like I said, it's the best place to coach anywhere. I don't care where it is. Brian, I, I've been here 20 years. I, I love the fact he says that the Carlisle-Hickman rivalry is better than <laughs> anything in the mountains. Anything in the mountains. I, I like the, – there aren't many small schools even today that get to say those types of things. There just aren't. You just – I mean, we, when we think of a state title, even playing in the state championship game, boys or girls – we don't think about this small school anymore even having that opportunity. And that opportunity was available to you and you were in the state championship game. I mean, I'd have to really dig to figure out the smallest school to win the state championship. Is it, is it Cuba? No, no. Yeah, I mean, no. even, re- even recently, I mean, you've had your Shelby oh, Valleys. Yeah. Yes, Shelby Valley. Valley. That's true. But they That's were, true. They're still a lot bigger than oh, yeah. Carlisle County. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. even but yes, in a small mean, school. You yeah. go back, I mean, it's your Brewers, your, your Cuba. I mean, that's the ones you have to relate the, to. The consolidation has completely changed. But uh, the sports know, in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. you sure. Know, it's not necessarily, I mean. But y'all can't consolidate. No, no. But we it's have, well, you're going to be 1958. That's right. You're going to be this. It's one of those things, you know, I mean. A lot of schools could put together runs and this and that, but I mean, that, this run just unbelievable. I mean, it was one of those. The fact that you could see it coming four or five years before. Oh, oh yeah. And the heartbreaks that they had coming into that, and then just the season they put together, just you know, it's unreal. I mean, it really is. And and you'll have a, you may have another. I'd say it'd be few and far between, but you may have another in the state of Kentucky, but it's one of those. And we compared it to the Hoosiers earlier, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's the closest thing that, the, in my opinion, that the state of Kentucky has to the movie Hoosiers that there ever will be. You, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, we're the only state that doesn't classify, aren't we? Us in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Don't no, Indiana. Indiana does yeah, now. I mean, that's it's, something. Uh, Hawaii you know. and Massachusetts? It's one of them up in the New England area. It's either Massachusetts or Maine. Yeah. I cannot remember yeah. which one. Hawaii. That's the only ones that don't classify. classify. Yeah. So, you know, that. And, I mean, how great is that? I mean. I do, too. Just, yeah. I, yeah. I love you th- it. You think about it, though. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't attend the state tournament yeah. if it was classified. I don't think. I, I don't believe I would. Yeah, you know, unless well, Carlisle was yeah. playing. But, like, consolidation, I mean, you just look at our region. Think about all the schools that were here. You know, you talk about Cuba winning it and Brewers. 
that wouldn't have been the same as Carlisle winning in 83 or right. somebody winning now because there were small schools everywhere then. Right. I mean, you think about, of course, when Graves consolidated in those schools, Cuban, Cuban them had already consolidated in another school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so the landscape. Right. I, I've got no programs from district tournament where you had seven or eight teams in a district tournament. Oh, right? yeah. You know, because there's – Right. You know, now we don't even have four teams in every district. So, you know? so real quick, I, I want to think about something – before we kind of get done here. No, absolutely. Is one, Coach Sloan, I want you to think about one of the uh, funnier moments that you had in the 83 season, 82-83 season. Think about that while I asked Coach O'Neill, Coach, you return a lot this year. You've got a great team coming back, uh, expectations for the season. After after seeing the summer, I, I think if any Carlisle fan could have watched the summer, uh, they're high. I mean, yeah. expectations are high. Tell us about the season coming up. Well, we, we had a really good summer, and, and, and we didn't have everybody there at all times. And that's that's part of summer basketball. You know, when Coach Sloan had us for summer, you dedicated about one or two weeks. And now it's different now. It's over three or four or five weeks. And so you got kids on vacation, kids doing other activities, whether it be FFA or FBLA and things like that. But, you know, we had a really good summer and, and, and won several games and pulled out some games that, you know, we were down eight or ten with a couple minutes ago. So, I do like our demeanor, and I like the, the togetherness of the team. Now, it, when you have expectations, you got to make sure that they don't overwhelm you. I mean, I've, I've learned in the past. I, I still remember the 03 team. We had a lot of expectations going that year, and, and me and the coaches were really hard on our players, like over the top. And uh, a couple captains came and talked to us. The coach, man, we just feel so much pressure, you know, from you guys and, you know, the so we just kind of had to take a step back. So there's a fine line going into the year. Now, we're not regional favorites. No. You know, you got no. Callaway, you got McCracken, you still got uh, those teams up you there. Know, you, you talked about but that. We can you talked be, about that Norsworthy Crider year. I think you're right there with it. Yeah. yeah Don't we, you? Yeah. We had a lot of expectations that year and uh, struggled a little bit at times. Still had a good year, but it's really, it, you know, I told our guys at the end of the year, we can't be satisfied with how we finished here. And we had a lot of ups and downs this past year. But we finished as about as strong as we possibly could have. Absolutely. You Semifinals know, in the regional yeah. one. Yeah. You know, we, we was able to beat Graves, who had beat us with a running clock about two or three weeks before the, the tournament started. Right. Uh, handled Hickman County in the district final after losing to them in January. So these guys got a little bit of a taste of it. But the thing about it, you got to stay hunger, hungry. Right. You can't right. just be satisfied. So, so, so and see, I've told the coaches yeah. that too. And we got to push them. In different ways, right? Uh, we got to be creative. And another thing, I'm gonna have to balance this year. I've never had this much depth. I've not had this much depth probably since '02. You're nine or ten. You're nine or ten. You know, we got guys. Uh, you know, we had all five starters back. But man, we played three or four guys, and then we got young guys that are chomping at the bit. Absolutely. You know, and uh, we have a good mixture. We have a lot of good senior guards. Uh, a lot of our bigs are young, mm -hmm. and so those older guys have got to mentor them. I thought. And I know you're sitting here, but I thought Caden did a good job of that last year. He struggled at times, but his mentorship to the young bigs, uh, you don't see that with, with 16, 17-year-old kids. Right. You know, he accepted his lesser role, and he actually had a really good summer and I think improved on that. But, and I think know, that's because of that. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I mean, we got a, a kid that's going to be a freshman that could be really special. Absolutely. You know, he's 6'8". <laughs> yeah, he's grown coach. Maybe six nine. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. six oh, nine. Yes, yeah. he yeah. could play and last year too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, oh, he got a few eight? starts. What about the eighth? And then Heath is a, you know six <laughs> seven. Yeah. He had a good summer. Yeah. So we got kids that didn't play a whole lot that 
Oh, I'm going to have to juggle some, some guys in there. We're going to have to be deep. Right. You know, so that may change the way we play a little bit. We may pick up pressure a little bit more because when you can go eight, nine, ten, I mean, honestly, we can go over ten right. depending on the opponent that we're playing. So what I really like about that is our practices are going to be wars. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're so, going to have to earn your playing time yeah, every yeah, single great. day. And, yeah. you know, what I like is from 1958 till 19. 19- 78 when you came uh-huh. to 1983 till, till now, it's the same. The expectations are Carlisle County is going to be the best, right. and nobody's going to get in front of us. We're yeah. going to do the best we can. We're going to work harder than anybody. We're going to beat right. you on the floor, and even if we're smaller than you, we're going to beat you. Yeah. And that's the uh, aspect that I've always liked about Carlisle County basketball. Yeah, and even in our down years, I'll, I'll say our fans have – Absolutely. Their expectations have been reasonable. Our, our you know, fans are second to none. Yeah, and they just want us to play hard. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not playing hard, they're, they're, let <laughs> you know. they're going to let you know. Let yeah. you know. So, so I want to go back to Coach because I think he's going to end us with a really good story. <laughs> you know, here we are. I mean, we've kind of looked at everything. and uh, Well, is this, is this a promise? <laughs> I, I really hope it is, Ed. I really hope it is. Well, okay. one time in the old 83 team, I don't know, I might have said this to Brian – Bunch a couple times too, but we were getting pretty bad on uh, beat pretty bad on the boards, you know. And I, <laughs> I told him, I said, the good Lord made your hind den for two reasons: one, to you know, get rid of waste. I didn't say it that way. Yeah, and yeah. the other one's block out. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite uh, sayings from Coach, we'd, we'd, uh, he'd always go over the stats with us the next day after a game. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he, he had a, a rating system. You know, if you got a rebound, you got so many points, steals, turnovers were negatives. If you missed an in-close shot, it was a negative. If you, if you hit it further away, it was a more positive. And I, we'd sit there and we'd, we'd go through, and I, I still remember this. I'm not going to say the player's name. He looked at him and he said, you had one rebound. That's one more than a dead man could have got. Oh, okay. uh, oh, hey, yeah. hey, I, use, I used that this year in a middle school game. I swear. He said a dead man could have went out there and got one less rebound than yeah. you did. Yeah. To be completely fair, if everybody else is hustling their ass for those rebounds, yeah. there's not many left. Right. But that is very that is very fitting. You know, it's very fitting. You know, Coach actually also coached the 84 All-Star game. Oh, Kentucky. yeah. Indiana. Yeah. I know that's not Carlisle related, but you no, know, we, we that, talked you're talking that. about this this area that doesn't happen very often. No, uh, yeah. You know, David Henley's coached the All Star team mm-hmm. as well, yeah. but you know, got to do that in '84, and yeah. you know, he he told Herbert Crook that he wasn't going to be worth a damn at Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> tell us that story. Yeah, tell us that story. Okay. Uh, what, what I thought we was about, about over. Yeah. With. Oh no, we're okay. <laughs> I mean, you do know, what? I mean, the all-star now in Kentucky and Indiana is nothing. No, like it's not. No, I agree. I, I hate that. They have people, you know, a committee yeah. to pick the team. Right. When I coached them, I, I had to pick. I picked the You team. picked your I, team. I picked my team. Uh, oh, so so there's two coaches picked how? The two coaches? You, the coaches association right. picks the so, head coach, right. and the head coach so, can get his assistance. Yeah. So when That's you picked now. from the state of Kentucky, did you have to take one from every region? No, I, I mean, uh, you, I, I, you took I, you I did this what I, you know, the way I practiced. I had Bernie Miller, I had him as my assistant. Gotcha. And I had uh, Jeff Wilcox, uh, Wilcox at Ashland, you know, mm-hmm. he was my assistant too. And we had tryouts, you know, and I played them just like, what, I posted you, this what like. What did you get a, to pick, 12? 
Oh, pick 12, yeah. Pick 12? But, you know, I practiced like we did, you know, taking charges, you know, and just doing get In an all-star game? Oh, well, practice. Yeah. We had in an week. all-star game practice? We had a week to practice. But you took charges in an all-star game? Oh, just like, you know, we were practicing <laughs> for a week. No, I'm just saying, yeah, you took charges. Yeah. You did oh, a take charge drill. Oh, sure we did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, you know, if we're picking the team, uh, Jeff Landon. Yep. One that you know that he he didn't get any votes. We got three votes. You had to get so many votes to, for a tryout. So I, I I could pick one. I picked him because I knew what he could do. You know right. he played against us in the state tournament, and he did well. He did all that. But anyway, then the final two guards I had we went two over two, uh, two on two up and down the court. You know getting over picks. You know right two of them. Yep. It was a boy from uh, Johnson Central, and the one that uh, from. Uh, Louisville male. Who was athletic at uh, athletic at Louisville? Uh, I mean, he was there when Denny Crum was there. His son was one of them. Athletic at U of L. Yeah, and you know, if I was playing any politics, I would have picked him. You know. Yeah. So. But you did. No, I didn't. I picked oh, yeah. uh, Jeff Landon. You know, and when we <laughs> came up and to, you know, name the team, Jeff was sitting over there. You know, hoping he's, he's going to get. To, you know, yeah. I said, you An know, actual I picked, selection. We tickled him to death, you know. Yeah. And the first game, uh, the first night we had there, Winston, uh, Winston uh, not Winston Bennett, but Steve Miller was Mr. Basketball. He automatically make, you know, he made the team. So curfew the first night, you know, he was, you know, he wasn't there. And I told him, I said, Steve, I said, I'll tell you. I said, you might be Mr. Basketball, but I said, if you're late again, I said, we'll get another Mr. Basketball. You know, and so, <laughs> so we. <laughs> this ain't Carlisle County now. This ain't. This, this is, is a, the this, this is the I mean, yeah. you know, and we picked the team and everything. We practiced, and you know, we the first game was at uh, uh, Rupp Arena had about nine thousand, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, we won the game, you know, and I I didn't play everybody. I just played the ones, you know. Herbert Crook was a hell of a ball player, just yeah. like he said, you know. Shit, he could score anywhere, but I had my rule. If you can't play defense, you're not going to play. Amen. And Amen. I said, I said you're not going to play. Amen. Well, he didn't play any defense. And he didn't play. Well, he played some, but, yeah. but God damn. When he, was, <laughs> when he was in there, if he was in there for eight minutes, he could score 12 points. You know? yeah, but he gave up 16. No, he didn't play, but I didn't start him, though. Yeah. I didn't yeah. start him. a little spark plug off the bench. And we won that game as upset. You know, then somebody, you know, go in the and next Indiana's always had the upper hand when it comes to boys basketball. Then we went to Annapolis, 63, uh, 63, uh, 16,300 there. Yeah. And we went, you know, went there. And so uh, I've been practicing our kids, you know, real hard, you know, three times a day. Was, so how far, uh, it was like a couple of weeks in between? It's a week. The first week I've been practicing, you know, three, okay. yeah, till we yeah. had the team. Yeah. Then after we won that game. Yeah. You had, started, what, a week or two in between? You no, know, the next week, you know, okay. we had another week to get ready for the other game. So, I, you know, so I practiced them three times a day. And they were about to, you know, rebel on me <laughs> because the girls coach, the girls coach, they, you know, they had us stand there. You know, they didn't, they were supposed to win. They lost. And they started going to the movies and everything. <laughs> so we were up there getting ready. We were getting, up, getting ready to practice. Bernie Miller came up there and said, we're in trouble. I said, what do you mean? He said, he was up there, you know, before I got up there to talk to him. He said, they're not going to practice. 
I said, oh, shit. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord. So I went up there. Before I got up there, Jeff had got them all together. He said, we're going to practice and we're going to play. We're going to do something that hasn't been done in a long time. We're going to win two games. Right. You're going to win both of them. What a leader, you know. He right. had them already. Yeah, I don't even know if they play the second game now. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they play one they, and one. That's all they do. I got you. But anyway, I didn't play everybody. You didn't play him. John Tyler, you know, he had – Gone, he could play defense when I had him there, but he, he couldn't guard anybody. But, I, 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 I mean, you know. I'm glad you said so, that. <laughs> but, but anyway, so, you know, I didn't put him in the game. Chuck Cantrell, Cantrell was on the team from yeah. Ashland. I didn't play him. I played seven guys that could play defense. That's all I played. So the game director said, uh, you know, a lot of parents, you know, are, are uh, you know, I can understand their part too, you know, said there's – dissatisfied that their kid's not playing. And some of the coach, Don DeVoe, coach uh, at coast, uh, uh, Don, uh, Tennessee, Arterbarn, yeah, you know. Yeah. And he didn't get in the game either. And he called, he said, I'm not going to come to Indianapolis. He's not going to play. I said, if he doesn't play in defense, he's not going to play. <laughs> I said, yeah, he wasn't going to play, you There's know. There's a recurring theme here. And Joe Hall, he never called. Danny Crumb had players, he never called. But, you know, he'd called, you know. So, yeah. so uh, the, the game director said, well, you're not playing everybody. He said, I said, well, have you, uh, do you want to win this game or do you want me to play everybody? And he never answered. And I, I felt sorry, you know. So the first half when we went up at the Indianapolis, I played all those guys the first half. You know, they had to play. The score? Uh, we were down 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's five possessions where nobody got yeah, we, we, were, we were down 10, and I said, yeah, I said, we're going out for it. You know, I got the other two, you know, I mean, the other bunch, you know, we, came, we won that game too. And, uh, you know, it was because, you know, uh, and I bet Herbert Crook wouldn't talk to me right to this day. Because <laughs> I, I took him over there. We were at Hempel Fieldhouse where we were practicing. They were playing, you know, had teams like Bellarmine, you know. And I, I said, that's where you should have gone to school. One <laughs> of those schools, I said, he, you're not going to make it. Look. <laughs> and what a fool I was. He made yeah, all the work. Oh, you know. Yeah. So, all I'm going to go ahead and, yeah. <laughs> he sure was. Stand out at the University of Louisville. Yeah. Starter oh, on the Cardinals 1986 National Championship team. <laughs> was the Metro Conference player of the year. But he would not have been that without Coach could. Sloan. Yeah. I don't know. And play some defense. He didn't. But boy, he could play. <laughs> There's a couple of facts I want to mention before we close out here entirely. So if it makes you feel any better, if there's any consolation, the basketball gods have not granted Henry Clay another state championship since 1983. They <laughs> are tied for the most state championships in Kentucky history. Their last one was in 1983. They were a powerhouse. They won 18, 19, 20, 22, and 24, and then 83, and that's it. So that's all basketball God gave them. Meanwhile, you talk about this Paducah-Tillman-Carlisle rivalry. Of the top 15 schools, all-time wins, this is after 21, so clearly you have more wins now. Paducah-Tillman is number two in KHSAA history for most wins mm-hmm. forever. In 1911 is when their mm-hmm. program started. Carlisle County's program began in 1957, according to KHSAA. Yes. And you're 12th mm-hmm. in yes. total wins ever. 
Memphis. in boys basketball. Yeah. So, and at, like that, like I said, I haven't added the last couple of years, but Tillman is second. They've crested now 2,000 mm-hmm. wins. Ashland Blazer being number one, and they were 10 years later. Carlisle County, at the end of the 2020-21 season, had more than 1,130 wins. Mm-hmm. So now you've got 1,150 plus. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy to think about. You talk about those are the only two teams in Western Kentucky that are in the top 15. Period. All the rest of them are central or further. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central City's third, Paynesville's fourth, Newport Central Catholic's fifth, Wayne County is sixth, Belfry seventh, Lafayette eighth, Paris ninth, Mason County tenth, Monticello, which is no longer a member of the KHAA. Yeah. They were from 1911 to 2013. They were uh, they're, they're, they're 11th, 12th, and then Augusta is, is, is 14th and 15th. Now we so hate just, Lafayette, right? Right. It's just – yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're actually Lafayette. I said Lafayette because I'm yeah, from Western Lafayette. Kentucky. But 2001, we had them. Yeah. We had them. They that, won it. They yeah. won it that year. Yeah. yeah. Going back to that all-star game, uh, I cut the, <laughs> the yeah. leading scorer in Kentucky. Uh, he averaged 33 points a game. Who was yeah. it? Uh, it was Judd uh, Talbert. He was, I mean, he played at Pendleton County. Uh, Todd, he Todd, Todd Talbert, uh, Tim, I don't know. Tim, I don't. Pemberton, I think. Yeah, I, I remember you talking about. Yeah. yeah, but I cut him, you know, because he couldn't guard. He wouldn't guard. <laughs> How big was he? Oh, he's about six three, but you know, I cut him pretty soon. Really? Yeah. Then another one. <laughs> then another. My, my assistant. Uh, I mean, the trainer from Ashton was also the assistant. You know. Yeah. And he came up, you know, he was taking care of this one guy. You know, he didn't know the trainer knew me. He said, God, he said, that coach is crazy. He said, <laughs> said, said, he's got us taking charges and everything. And he said, they got me, yeah. He, he said, I'm not going to, you know, take any charges. So uh, the, the guy told me from Ashton, I said, okay. I said, he's, you know, I cut him. You know. <laughs> well, he'd already signed a scholarship at, uh, Western Haskins, you know, Clem yep, Haskins. Clem Haskins. Clem Haskins. Haskins. coaching, you know. And we were down there, you know, and he came down. And he thought his boy was going to be practicing, you know. And some of the coaches there said, he said, I always had a lot of respect for Coach Sloan. said, he's cut the best guards. He said, and he's got this little tiny kid, from, you know, from Henry Clay. So, I, yeah. I mean, I got criticized for that. Yeah. You know, if I would have lost. I can't believe it, you cut him, though, when you let Berlin play at Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let, well, and, let, and Jeff Landon yeah. played with Coach Tyler yes, yes. at Transit. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Landon was a great player. Yeah. Jeff Landon was a great player. Yeah. And Steve Miller, you know, the one that was Mr. Basketball, and I got him for missing uh, curfew. You know, he's assistant coach at Henry Clay. DA told me this. Of course, DA, you know, they played, played you know, and yeah. said, uh, Steve said, Your coach says Coach Long's a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, I would love to. I would he love said, her. "Well, Al, Al was too." <laughs> I would love her. Be crazy. I would love for someone to make a Carlisle County, you know, basketball tree. How oh, I can't imagine. Down. Because I mean, it's just unbelievable how many people have coached and played, and I mean, it's just unbelievable. And to see that uh, from a little school, you know, makes somebody like me proud. Well, I mean, 1957. I, like I said, I did, I was just looking up stats you know, off the cuff here, and I didn't realize that you're top 15 in, in boys basketball wins all time yeah. in, in KHAA history. Yeah. And 40 of those wins, well, more than that, yeah. 70 of those wins are right here. Yeah. So, uh, more than 70, actually. Yeah. So, it's absolutely crazy. A lot more than 70. A lot more, yeah. 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 A lot more than yeah, 70. You, you got wins. half of it here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Guys, take us home. I really appreciate the time here, but if you guys can just – what's what's one final word that you say, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. 
Well, <clears throat> you know, Carl County's had a great tradition in basketball. You know, it started with, with Coach Tom Atkins. You know, you had Coach Tom Buchanan. Great Co coach. Coach Henley. Yeah, two great you know, ones, yeah. And then Coach Sloan just kind of elevated to another level. You know, they made state tournament trips, um, mm -hmm. you know, over the years. But, you mm -hmm. know, Coach Sloan put it on the map as far as the state of Kentucky. And, you know, I, I get asked, you know, about the tradition that they say I have. I said, I didn't start the tradition. The tradition started way before me. Mm -hmm. I've just been able to carry the torch on maybe to the next coach. Uh, but, you know, like I said earlier, I've learned from some great coaches over the years. And, uh, you know, Coach Sloan was one of those. But he put us on the map, and, you know, we continue to do that and try to make the mm -hmm. previous coaches and players proud to wear a Carlisle County uniform. And we go out there and always tell our players, we – are never going to be the most talented team in the region, but we can always go out there and play hard. And if we do that, we'll always have a chance to win. And so I'm going to continue to do that. And I coached right. instilled that in me to, to work hard. He taught me another level of work ethic that I didn't think I had as a basketball player. I worked in tobacco fields and hauled hay, uh, but in basketball, it took it to another level. And I appreciate that. And hopefully I'm carrying that on to the, to the players that I'm coaching. Well, if you didn't do that, you're going to get cut anyway. So <laughs> Hey, and, you know, just, you know, for my guy that, uh, you know, a chance to, in this day and age in technology, bring the game of Carlisle County basketball to the people. I, 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 I love that. I get a chance to coach, you know, Coach O'Neill's let me help coach a little bit. You know, I appreciate that. Just a chance to carry on the tradition is great. Uh, you know, just, just to bring it to the people and see the smile on their faces is, is awesome. The Carlisle County fan base is bar none. You know, it's the best. It's by far the best. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, it's people like Coach Sloan and Coach Atkins and Coach Buchanan that, that instilled that, that's brought it on. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate you doing this. And uh, I hope everyone that's had a chance to – I don't know how long it went. Two, two and a half, three hours. I don't two know. And, two and a half hours. It has <laughs> went forever. And, hey. And it's went by quick. Oh, there, okay. Hey, two and oh, half. Everybody. Hey, Coach, yeah. there everybody will be – Everybody big hurry. Listen, there will be people that will listen every minute of this, and they will criticize every little second. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every little second, right? Yeah. Right? They will criticize it. But, hey. Hopefully I enjoyed it. I love it. That's Carlisle County basketball. I love it. I'll love it till the day I die. And, uh, Coach, thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everything you've done. And uh, I look forward to continuing the tradition that you set. You get the last word, Coach. Okay, Ed, I'm glad you uh, invited me. I've had a great time. And, Corey, I've listened to you all the time. I appreciate <laughs> and, it. And your father, I really enjoy it. I really appreciate do. it. I can't come to the games like I used to. But yep. you're as good as I've heard, really. Well, that's I, I mean, that. Goal. I've told Brian that before, yeah, too. That's our goal. You're really good. Thank really you. good. And, Brian, I tell you what, I really uh, I really think of all the good things you've done for, I mean, probably 21 years. 20, 27. 20, 27. This is 27 coming up. 27? <laughs> Holy cow. Lord right, have right. mercy. He's old. This is year 27. I mean, you know, Carlisle County is a special place for me. You know, they have, you know, I do a lot of crazy things. Just sometimes it's, you know, put up with some of the stuff. But. <laughs> But, Brian, I mean, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame, and I hope you stay in it till you're at least 70. I appreciate it, Coach. I really do. You, 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 you've done great here. It's hard to stay anywhere over five years, really. Amen. I, I haven't Amen. stayed too many Amen. places. You're over five, you know. Well, you and decided to come back and retire here. Huh? You, you live here. 
I live here. You decided yeah. to come back and yeah, retire here. Yeah, but when I was at you Fort, get it out of when I was at Fort Knox, I stayed here. But I, you know, I drove you tra- in on yeah, the weekends. Yeah, drove back and forth. That, that tells you something. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You drove to Fort Knox. Well, on the weekends. You yeah. are crazy as hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How on earth? That's a hell of a drive. What on earth are you thinking? But you love Carlisle County that much. I love much. Carlisle County. Yeah, really does. No, absolutely. What a great place. Guys, we appreciate it. Thank you for the time. And uh, this is for those who inquired podcast. We'll talk to you soon.